Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. A little cheer before the game. Hey!
following sports broadcast is an exclusive presentation of the Open Mic Broadcast Network. The Open Mic Broadcast Network is on the air. You can follow us all season long right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, bringing you local coverage for high school and college athletics. Now, let's get ready for our live coverage right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another live broadcast here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We are live in Montgomery, Alabama, where the Alabama State Hornets will be playing host to the Prairie View A&M University Panthers. The Alabama State Hornets are still alive in the Eastern Division of the conference with a 5-3 and three record. They're trailing all coin. All coin can clinch the East with an Alabama State win and, I'm sorry, with an Alabama State loss and the win. The last we heard, Alcorn State had no problems handling Texas Southern on top of, of a score of 24-0, our last report. Meanwhile, on the western side of the conference, the Grambling State Divers sit at top with a 7-0 and record as they are in the driver's seat. They're playing Arkansas Pine Bluff today as the Panthers will try to keep pace and wish and hope for a miracle. They're coming in at 6-1, and one, the only loss being to the Grambling State Tigers at the Cotton Bowl Classic earlier this season. And the Panthers are led by Willie Simmons, their football coach, still have an outside chance of making things happen. We're going to see how things unfold, and we'll tell you more about today's contest when we return. We're going to take us a 60-second break and we'll come right back with today's matchup. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network pregame coverage of Prairie View A&M University Panther football right here on the station design with you in mind. Today's broadcast is being made possible by some local business merchants, Apple Ford Hyundai of Redham, Texas, Brookshire Hardware in Brookshire, Texas, Wingaritas Wings and Things in Prairie View, Texas, Hempstead Movie Theater in Hempstead, Texas, Key Insurance Agency in Brookshire, Texas, Larry's Automotive in Waterfield Store, Texas, Gunderson's Bookkeeping of Waller, Texas, the City of Prairie View for the Economic Group in Prairie View, Texas, Attorney Lee Van Richardson in Hempstead, Texas, the Temple of Refuge Ministries located in Prairie View, Texas, Wine and Roses located at 125 7th Street in Somerville, Texas, Citizen State Bank, located in Somerville, Texas. Attorney, Sylvia Cedillo, located in Hempstead, Texas. If you or your business would like to become a listening partner or a supporter of our student athletic coverage, please feel free to contact us at 832-213-8824. 
And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Brent here with you with our pregame show coming up. Here the Panthers have just sprinted out onto the field as they are in their white tops, purple bottoms with the white shoulder pads. I'm sorry, the red shoulder. I keep saying red. But the purple shoulder pad. As you can hear the PA announcer doing his mic check, the Panthers with the new logo, the PVAMU, trimmed in gold with the purple helmets. They'll come out. They're on the far side of the stadium right now. To my left, the Panthers coming in, as we talked about, led by first-year head coach Willie Simmons. The Panthers have had an impressive year under the head coach of Coach Willie Simmons, as we'll give you a little bit more information about these two as they match up. The Panthers are trailing this series between the Hornets, as the Hornets have had um, pretty much success over the Panthers. They lead the series 25-5, to as the Panthers are going to try to make some offsets on that with the upcoming battle on today. The starting lineups for the Panthers, as we look at it, projected starters will be Joshua Freeman, the left tackle. He wears number 56. You have Glenn Hazley, left guard, wearing number 63. Jordan Johnson, center, wearing number 73. Denzel Lewis, the right guard, wearing number 79. Right tackle will be held down by Sean Pierce. He wears 71. Tight end will be DeMarco, DeMarco Lestrap. They got him here at 84, but he's actually number 87. Trey Green will be at the quarterback position wearing number seven. Jonta Hebert, running back, wearing number three. Cadero Hodge, wide receiver, wearing number four. Rashawn Givens, receiver, wearing number 80. Cameron Smith will be at the fullback or the H-back, as they call it, wearing number 83. For the Hornets, on the offensive side, you have number 79, left tackle, Jalen Ware. Damon Love will be wearing number 60, left guard. Center will be Kerry Williams, wearing number 66. Right guard will be number 72, Robert Rockamore. Right tackle, number 58, Titus Howard. And tight end will be Brandon Barnes, wearing number 82. Quarterbacking will be held by Daniel Duhart. He wears number 15. Running back will be Cadell Thomas. He is wearing uh, number 7. Number 88 will be a receiver, Ephraim Henderson. And the H-back will be Demario Bell, wearing number 10. Demara Hanna will be the receiver, wearing Number one, both teams are coming out for the tossing of the coin. We are going to take us a quick break, and when we return, we'll explain who will be doing what right after this break. The Open Mic Broadcast Network has been serving the community since 2002, and we are proud to announce the following sponsors for the 2015 campaign. Apple Ford Hyundai, Brenham, Texas. Lee Van Richardson, Attorney at Law, Hempstead, Texas. Brookshire Hardware, Brookshire, Texas. Hempstead Movie Theater, Hempstead, Texas. Rutherson's Bookkeeping, Wallet, Texas. Wayne Loritas, Prairie Texas. Key Insurance, located in Brookshire, Texas. Larry's Automotive, located in the Wallet Field Store area, Texas. 
City of Purdue or be Economic Group, located in Purdue, Texas, and the Temple of Refuge Ministries in Purdue, Texas. For more information on how you can become a sponsor of our student athletic broadcast coverage, feel free to visit our website at obnradio.com. Serving the community through faith and athletics, Open Mic Broadcast Network, Prairie View, Texas. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you as the Panthers get ready. The toss has been taken care of. The Panthers will be going from our right to left. The Hornets are dressed in their all-black uniforms with an old gold helmet, white and black stripes down the side. Old gold numbers trimmed in white. and reminds you of the New Orleans Saints, if you will as the teams have flipped the sides. So the Panthers and the Hornets will get ready to go here momentarily. What we're going to do is get ready to take us a couple of quick breaks, and we'll be ready for this kickoff between the Hornets and the Panthers. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. You can hear them getting cranked up here from the new ASU Stadium. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Has your vehicle been giving you the blues? Contact our good friends at Larry's Automotive at 30540 FM 1488 in the Field Store area. Now 936-931-5566. In need of some legal assistance, regardless of your location, Austin, Harris, Grimes, or Waller County, Sylvia Sevillo could fit your need. Located at 728 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas, our number is 936-857-5964. With over 20 years of experience as a lawyer, attorney Lee Van Richardson, Jr. can help you with whatever your need may be. Divorce, car accidents, criminal case, wills, deeds, trust, civil suits, parent and child relationships. Contact Richardson's Law Office located at 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas. You can call them at 979-826-8008. Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Jr. in Hempstead, Texas. Hempstead Movie Theater, the best kept secret in Waller County. Located at 740 12th Street in historic downtown Hempstead, Texas. For more information, contact Tina at 936-419. One four seven three. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you. We are moments away. The Panthers, we're going from right to left on the dial. As we mentioned, they're dressed in their white uniforms, white tops with the purple shoulder pads, purple numbers, purple helmet, purple pants. Panthers will be kicking off as Owen Hulan will get ready to kick off back deep. For the Hornets, you have number 24, I'm sorry, number 34, Mr. Adam Shepard, and he, well, actually, they got 24 back there for the Hornets. We'll get you his information here in just a second. Panthers waving things out. Getting ready to go. 24 will be Robert Pritchard. He waits back deep as we are moments away from getting this kickoff. Houlihan lines up, kicks, and 
That ball will be retrieved at the three-yard line. Coming to the right side. Oh, and there's Lockett along with a missile shot by Nick Brewer. And the Panthers will take over on the defensive side as the Hornets will come out. It will be Alabama A&M at the first period. Ball will be lined up at the 20-yard line. As we get ready here to come out, Hornets lined up, spreading it out. And there's a little flare pass to the right side, and it's going to be Weaver in on the tackle. And Thomas was the receiver. So it's actually going to make it second down, lost of a couple of yards on that. Getting things adjusted now. Pistol formation. There's going to be a give to the back, running to the right side, sweeping around the corner. And there is a host of Panthers. Once again, Weaver in on the tackle, along with Jalen Coleman. And it will make it third down for the Hornets. Third down, the ball is at the 26-yard line. Hornets trying to make things adjusted here at the line. They're going from left to right. Quarterback now backs up. Gets ready to set up for the throw, what you would think is a throw. Running back lined up to the right side. There's a snap. Throws to the left in the slot. That pass is complete to the receiver. It's going to be enough for the first down. It picks up just a yard more than what they needed. That pass was complete to Mr. Bale, Darian Bale. Bale makes it first and ten for the Hornets here on the first drive. This is the opening drive between the Panthers and the Hornets. Man goes in motion. There's going to be another read to the right side for the back, and he'll be tackled. That looks like Medina in on the tackle right at the 35-yard line. It will be a very minimal game as the Hornets quickly go with the no huddle. Fast-paced game moving right now. Pritchard backing up. Checking over the PV defense. Sends the man in motion. There's another give to the back. Oh, big penetrating tackle by Devon Reed and James Harper in the backfield to cause the penetration and a tackle for loss. And it's going to make it third down, and we'll call it nine yards to go. Now, Pritchett sets back in the shotgun position. Now he comes up, checking off. Panthers, three down linemen. Williamson to the left side. Now Harper shifting to the right side, and Reed lined up in the two-point stands on the outside on the far side. Now there's the snap. Pitcher looks, got time, throws. That ball is complete, and that's going to be enough for a Hornet first down. Once again, hitting Bale, and it's going to be a first down on what was third and nine for the Hornets. 
And it is 12 minutes and two seconds here in the opening drive, first period, first quarter. Hornets on the move here with their first possession. There's a snap. Give to the back, running to the left side. Got a big hole running and finally knocked out of bounds by Skinner. Gets down into the 23-yard line. That's going to be another haunted first down. That was a holding call you just heard against the Hornets, number 66. 66, Kerry Williams to center. It's going to push the Hornets back 10 yards. And that will save the Panthers for right now. So the ball will be spotted at the 43-yard line of the Hornets. Just getting on the way here, my friends, live from Montgomery, Alabama. Hornets and the Panthers. Temperature 51 degrees at kickoff. It has a quarterback draw running to the left side, got to the 50-yard line, hits around the corner, and finally chased out of bounds by Skinner. They're going to say he's at the 48-yard line of the Panthers. And that will, I said Pritchard, but that's Daniel Duhart, if you get me. Duhart, number 15, at the quarterback position. So it's going to bring up second down and 11. Duhart in the shotgun position. Takes the snap. Rolls to his right. Wants to throw, and that ball is intercepted. Picked off by Dominique Weaver at the 40-yard line. And the Panthers get the first turnover of the day. Weaver reading the eyes of Duhart. No flags on the play. They're going to say that Weaver ends up being down at the 41-yard line. 41-yard line of the Panthers, and the Panthers will take over with 10 minutes and 50 seconds here in the first period. Now three receivers to the right for Trey Green. Play action. He wants to go. Running to the left. Steps up the pocket. Throwing to the back across. Seal. Wide open is Dr. A. A. I'm sorry, Kadir Hodge diving in for the touchdown. The Panthers get a total no flags on the play, 59-yard reception to Kadeel Hodge. Hodge gets the pass off the breakup in the scramble, and it's a 59-yard TD pass to Kadeel Hodge. The PAT is up and good, and the Panthers strike first by getting a 59-yard TD play green to Hodge. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Panther Football right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Apple Ford Hyundai is a dealer you can count on. Apple's range of car services include new Ford Hyundai sales, used car sales, car loans, and auto financing. Certified Ford Hyundai Auto Service Department, full selection of Ford Hyundai Auto Parts, and aftermarket accessories. Come on out to Brenham, Texas, and find out why Apple Ford Hyundai has been named the best-kept secret 
in Brazos Valley. They're located at 1820 Highway 290 West in Brenham, Texas. You can dial a toll-free number at 888-898-6095. There's even an Internet sales division. Simply go to www.appleford.com. Apple Ford Hyundai of Brenham, Texas. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you live from Montgomery, Alabama. The Panthers striking first, first possession, one play, and the Panthers hit Pater with Cadell Hodge wide open as Trey Green scrambled to get the reception, and the rest was done with some good downfield blocking by Lestrap, and Hodge takes it in for the 59-yard touchdown pass, and that is always a good start, especially if you're Coach Simmons and the Panthers. Now the Panthers will get ready to kick this one off. Hornets waiting patiently as we have back deep for the Hornets, number two, Sean Parks. Parks waiting just outside the goal line. Hornets going from left to right. Panthers break up from the huddle. They will get ready to see how they'll handle this one. As the kick by Hulan is away, it's a low-line drive where it will be retrieved at the four-yard line. Going back and got a lane going across to the corner, cutting back, and finally pushed out of bounds as that was an explosive run by Parks. Parks was pushed out by Hollies. Hollies saved what possibly would have been a touchdown for the Hornets. Getting things set up, no flags on that play. Waiting to see where they're going to spot it. They got the ball spotted at the 42-yard line of the Hornets. 10-28. Going back is Duhart. Looking, throwing, going up deep. The big play is over the head of everyone intended for his receiver. Incomplete. That was his target man on that one was number one, Jamara Hanna. They'll line back up, second down and 10 from their 42-yard line. Duhart looks, throws, slant pass. It's complete, going across inside into the secondary, running, and there's no one going to catch the receiver for the touchdown, a slant pass that turned into a touchdown, number 83, Joshua Davis takes it, and he takes it into the house for a 58-yard touchdown pass. And the Hornets want to exchange plays, big plays, that is, with the Panthers. So a 58-yard touchdown pass completed to Joshua Davis, awaiting the PAT. 
The kick is good. And with that, we're all tied at seven apiece. Panthers and the Hornets just getting started. We want to take a break. We'll be right back. In the last 30 years, childhood obesity in America has tripled. Today, one in three kids is already overweight or obese. This is registered dietitian Melissa Joy Dobbins for the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Good nutrition is key to fighting childhood obesity. These tips can help your child stay healthy. Recruit them to the kitchen. Preparing meals teaches kids about healthy foods like lean proteins, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and low-fat dairy. Make sure to get 60 minutes of physical activity every day. Make it a family activity. And avoid sugary or caffeinated beverages. Give kids water, low-fat milk, and 100% fruit juices. To keep your whole family healthy, see a registered dietitian and visit www.eatright.org. Encouraging you to eat right, I'm registered dietitian Melissa Joy Dobbins with the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. And ladies and gentlemen, my friends here with you as we get ready to give you the kickoff and campus gave up a huge plate on the you got Fred Anderson and Dr. Abair back for the Panthers. The kick is on the way and it will be retrieved at the four-yard line by Johnson Abair, right into the right side. Got a lane, hits, and will finally be tackled. What looks about the 32-yard line. And they're going to say about the 32, 33-yard line. That's where the Panthers will take over first down and 10. All right, friends, here with you. We are live from Montgomery, Alabama. They are still sorting out things, and they're finally going to mark it. They're going to say the 32-yard line, and that's where the Panthers will take over. First and 10, Panthers going from right to left. Have Green in the backfield with him is Mr. Brown. There's going to be a gear to Brown. Brown running straight down, running through defenders, and he gets up. Close to the 40-yard line. They're going to say he's at the 39-yard line. And it will be a total of eight yards picked up on the play. Second down and two. Brown still in the backfield with Green. Sending the man in motion, now going to Brown. Brown running to the left side, spinning, and he may have gotten a half a yard, if much. They're going to put him down, 46, Marquez Parker on the tackle. They're going to say no. He actually lost a yard, so they're going to say third down, and we'll call it three for the Panthers. All tied at seven. 
Ball is at the 39. They gave him a yard. They, they hadn't moved the stick yet. So now you have your man going in motion. There's a play action. Green rolling to the right side and tried to hit the back coming out of the backfield. Well, actually, it was like the tight end, John Allen. He's the big fullback, and the kicking unit will come out for the Panthers now as they get ready to punt this ball with eight minutes and 49 seconds remaining here in the first quarter. We're all tied at seven apiece. Two big plays by the teams, and that is where we are. So back deep will be Caleb Thomas. It's wearing number seven, awaiting the kick from Hulahan. Hulahan, rugby-style kick, gets it off line drive, and it bounces. Not that great a kick, but it does take a PV bounce, and they're going to have that ball inside the 15-yard line. See exactly what they're going to put it right at the nose of the 15-yard line, so the Panthers will come over on defense as the Hornets send their offensive personnel out, three and out for the Panthers as they were not able to generate anything on that play. Panthers and the Hornets all tied at seven apiece as Duhart now coming back in the shotgun position. Play action, looking, wants to throw. He's going deep, and that ball is incomplete, intended for the receiver, number one, Jamar Hanna. And it will bring up second down and ten. Panthers trying to keep pace with the Grambling State Tigers. Grambling State Tigers will be taking on the Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions later on. There will be some scoreboard watching, but the Panthers got to take care of business now. Weaver on the blitz and gets the ball off in time and out of bounds, and it's going to end up being nails on the tackle as the little swing pass to the back out of the backfield, Thomas, and it's going to be a pickup of a couple of yards, about four yards, going to bring up third down and six. Newhart ready to go back to work. Looking. Man goes in motion. Quarterback Duhart takes it, looks, wants to throw, throws the ball across. That ball is caught in stride and across the 50-yard line, and now it's a host of Panthers trying to get the ball loose. Has got that down into Panther territory around the 40-yard line. Hannah catches that ball on the slant route, and he's able to get another haunted first down. Ball is going to be moved as they adjust the chains. First down and 10 with 7.35 remaining ball on the Panthers' 37-yard line. Newhart takes it. Quarterback draws. Spears make a defender miss, but Medina is there to clean it up. Had great penetration that time by the Panthers. Akeem Barton spun off of Barton, and Medina was there to wrap it up. Be a tackle, going to be a loss of a couple of yards on that play. They'll push the ball back to the 41-yard line of the Panthers, all tied at seven apiece. Hornets trying to get something started. The pass, the snap to Duhart. Duhart steps up in the pocket, and there's a big tackle by Medina. 
leaving his feet to make the tackle, feeling the pressure by Reed. Reed flushed him out of the pocket, and both of them met him at the same time. We don't know how they'll credit that. We got enough to keep up with the play-by-play action. Third down, and the ball is at the 42. I'm sorry, the I'm sorry, the 46-yard line, and Harper jumping off sides as Duhart gets a free play. James Harper jumping off side, anticipating the snap. And it's going to bring up. Yeah, we got you, Big Harper. I know you was out there trying to get it. As you can hear the call coming through. The new ASU Stadium has got PV Nation excited as the new stadium on the horizon. So it's going to make it third down and 17 from the 39-yard line of the Panthers. Newhart has a receiver to his left side, the back to his left side, takes the snap, running out the pocket, a middle screen. That ball is complete and going to be a good save and tackle by Holly. A little short of the first down. They're going to say he's at the 31-yard line. It's going to bring it up fourth down. We'll call it four yards to go. Five minutes and 58 seconds remaining in the first quarter play. Looks like the Hornets, Coach Jenkins, is going to send out the field goal unit. Now, I'm sending out the punting unit. Panthers might want to be alert of a fake punt. They have no one back deep, and there's a flag thrown. It looks like it's going to be 12 men on the field for the Panthers or the left game. It looked like the Panthers could have gotten 12 on the field, but now the penalty pushed against. The Hornets will push them back five yards, so now the Panthers can get the necessary personnel in. So now back deep will be Weaver to receive the punt. He waits at the 10-yard line. The snap low, the kick is on the way. A little wobbly kick, fair catch is signaled at the 13-yard line, and the Panthers' defense hold off the charge. We got... So there is a quick timeout on the floor. I believe we might have a media timeout. It will take us a quick 30-second timeout, and we'll be right back. Type 2 diabetes is a serious chronic health threat in America. It affects tens of millions of people. Many people who have the disease don't know it. Diabetes can cause health problems, such as heart disease, strokes, amputations, and blindness. Talk to your doctor, get screened if you're at risk, and learn how to avoid becoming one of the millions of new cases of diabetes each year. You can help prevent type 2 diabetes. A message from CDC and UHS. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you as we are in the first quarter play. Two big plays, one for 59 yards. And the other to 58 yards, both teams scoring off the pass play. Arch to the 59 yard pass to get the touchdown. And the Panthers make it 
the same. It's a return to favor, if you will, giving up a 58-yard touchdown pass. They are all getting combobulated. Got a score. Alcorn is all over. Texas Southern, 38-0. to zero. Ready to resume. The ball is going to be right at the 14-yard line. So Bear now in the backfield with Trey Green. Green awaits the snap. He takes it. Is it the Bear running to the right side? Elway sticks to a defender, make a couple of defenders miss, and he's finally going to be tackled back at the six-yard line. Great penetration that time by the defensive lineman. That looked like that was number 98, Antonio Humphrey, to make that play. Losing about five yards on the second down and 15. Ball is back at the six-yard line. Green takes the snap, rolling to his right side. He's in the end zone, finally throws in. He got a receiver open, coming through, and finally falling and stumbling was Lestrap off the 40-yard line. It will be a first down. For the Panthers, Lestrap, if he does not lose his footing, he's probably still running. So it's quickly to the huddle on the Panthers. There's another snap again to Abair. Abair kind of weaving through, trying to see what was available to him. Meanwhile, he was wrapped up. It's going to be a minimal game. That tackle was completed by the defensive end, Torrey Davis. I'm sorry, Darius Williams, number eight. Davis wears number nine. So Washington wearing number eight. It's going to be second down. They said about three yards, so second and seven. Green looking, throwing, got a wide. Oh, in and out of the hands of Hodge. Hodge looked like he had it at first, but then lost his concentration, if you will. It's going to bring up third down for the Panthers. Panthers and the Hornets all tied at seven with three minutes and 39 seconds remaining here in the first period, first quarter. Live from the new ASU Stadium in Montgomery, Alabama. Green has A there in the backfield with him. Two receivers down low, Hodge up top. Looking to the left, Green now being flushed out of the pocket. He's going to tuck it and run. He gets across the 50, and he is finally pushed out of bounds. They're going to say he is at the 47-yard line of the Hornets. So it will be enough to move the sticks for the Panthers. First down and 10 with three minutes and 20 seconds remaining in this first quarter. Both teams are recipients of big offensive pass plays. We're all tied. Now Fred Anderson in the backfield. Green looks, throws it across to Bear in the slot. Makes a defender miss. Wraps up and gets close to the 40-yard line. He gets across the 45. He'll pick up a few yards, and it will be second down, and we'll call it seven. For the Panthers. Second and seven. 
Panthers trying to get some momentum flowing here. So Anderson still in the backfield with Green. Bear lined up on the inside slot. The strap up top. Now Bear comes in motion. Green looks. Got time. Throwing the ball over the intended receiver, Jackson. Jackson was open. Had his man beat. Just couldn't make the connection. So it's going to bring up. Third down for the Panthers. Third, and we'll call it seven. And we'll call it we'll call it six. Green looking to the far side. Ava in the backfield. The strap up top. Waiting on the snap. He gets it. And there was a slant route. That ball is complete. And that should be enough for a Panther first down at the 34-yard line. Was able to connect with the big receiver, number 42, John Allen. That's going to be another Panther first down. So we have... One minute, 57 seconds remaining in the first quarter. The Rhino package is now in as says Smiley running to the right side and bulldozing down inside the 30. I'm going to say to the 27-yard line and the big bruising running back slash quarterback slash Rhino. One minute and 30 seconds now remaining in the first period of play, first quarter of play. You can hear the Hornets fans trying to encourage the defense as Green comes back in. Anderson in the backfield. Have a bear in that slot position again. There's going to be a give to Anderson. Oh, a slot play action and intended. Hodge. Looked like he was going to ride with Green. I'm sorry, he was going to ride with Anderson. Not able to give the feed. And that's going to stop the clock with 1.05 remaining in this first quarter play. Third down. And about three for the Panthers. Bear in the backfield. Along with Green in the pistol formation. Green takes the snap. There's going to be a keeper. Green running, and he's going to get hit. He got close to the first down. Good penetration at time for the Hornets. That was number 48, Darian Barrett, the defensive end, the junior defensive end. And they're going to say it's about a yard short. So the Rhino package will come back in for the Panthers. The ball is located at the 26-yard line. The Panthers need to get to the 25. Going from right to left. All tied at seven apiece. Smiley takes it. Runs to the right side. Cuts back downfield. First down, Panthers. As the full progress will say he stopped at the 24-yard line. 
And it's going to be another Panther first down, and with 21 seconds, the clock stops momentarily as they adjust the clock. And it looks like that is going to be our final play, unless the Panthers get this one off. Green adjusting personnel now. He's looking up, and he realized that they might not be able to get it off. So that's eight seconds. Five. And he gets it across. He gets the playoff. And running to the right side. Seeing him make a defender's miss and finally knocked out of bounds inside the 10. And a little jaw jacking with Mr. Green. And number six, Bradley Street. That's going to take us to the end of the first quarter, all tied at seven. We'll flip sides. Panthers knocking at the door inside the red zone. You listen to Panther football right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We'll be right back. There's always a moment. The moment you decide to get involved, to get engaged. This is my American story. When you teach someone to read, they have a, a sense of self-fulfillment. Seeing family, friends fall victim to gang violence, drugs, it definitely made me want to serve. There was a hole in the ground, and by the time we left, there was a house. I realized that these kids were not getting a meal. It is so easy to give back. I don't have a lot of money to help people, but I do have something. I have time. You can give any skill you have. I see a great need in my community. Just imagine how strong a society we could be. This is Barack Obama. Every one of us has a role to play in making our communities and our country stronger. Discover yours. Help us continue to make a difference in the life of our nation. Go to serve.gov and find the opportunity that works for you. This message is brought to you by the Corporation for National and Community Service. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Rents here with you. We are live at the new ASU Stadium. Panthers knocking at the door, all tied at seven. Just joined us. Panthers got first possession get the touchdown bomb play of 59 yards from Hodge, well from Green to Hodge, that made it 7-0 with 10 minutes and 47, I'm sorry, 42 seconds of the first quarter. Then it was tied up as the Hornets were able to get a 58-yard TD pass from Duhart to Davis, and that was done at the 10-10 mark. So these guys got right on top of it and made things happen rather quickly. We're just about flip sides. Got a little extracurricular activities going on with the Hornets as they are getting things done here. We got we had a scoring update for the Panthers and the Hornets while they're here. We have all point all over Texas Southern thirty eight. Zero. They're at halftime. Of course, the Panthers are here at 
seven apiece. This is going to be the 14th play of this drive as the Panthers will take over their flip sides now going from our left to right. The ball is right at the eight-yard line. So Bear now in the backfield with Green. Green takes the snap. He gives it to Bear. Bear sliding through down to the five. And that's going to be another positive game as the Panthers get closer to pay dirt. Some gas or something is in the air. As they're going to be checking that out. Meanwhile, the Panthers taking their time. Getting ready. Green and Bear in the backfield. Balls at the five-yard line. The snap. Want to give the Bear. Bear cuts, spins, and falls forward down inside, close to the two-yard line. Another tough run by Bear. Personnel change coming in for the Panthers. The Rhino package is in. 13 minutes and 53 seconds remaining in the first half. All tied at seven. Third down, goal to go from the two-yard line. Smiley takes it. Rush to the left. Oh, and he has stiffened up a huge play by number 32, Courtney Berry, the linebacker, the redshirt junior out of Maryville, Indiana, met. Big lino package right in the heart of that play. And it's going to be a stop. And it looks like, at least for the moment, Owen Houlihan will come in to attempt the field goal. Russo is set up at the 12-yard line, so this will be a 22-yard field goal attempt. The snap is up, and the kick is good. And the Panthers end up going 17 plays with the field goal being good. And with that, we want to take us a break. Panthers on top by the score of 10 to 7. We'll be right back with more Panthers football. Oh, my. This is Usher. I use my music, talent, and friends to power change. I spent years mentoring youth and have seen how volunteering and service teaches young people the skills they need to become leaders and sets them on the path to success. This is about you. It's about your power. It's about creating change on your terms by volunteering. The truth is you can do anything. You can read with kids, clean up a park, organize a clothing drive, become a mentor or support veterans and military families. Just find something that moves you and do it. Go to serve.gov and join me in answering the president's call to service. The needs we face are great, but together we can be the solution. Find your power to serve. Give it more and go to serve.gov today. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. A kick on the way. The ball is retrieved at the three-yard line and getting up to 
across the 20 as the Panthers defensively trying to keep things at bay. Sean Parts will get the Panthers, I'm sorry, the Hornets to the 22-yard line. 12.52 mark. So Duhart takes the snap, gives it to his back, running to the right side, trying to get out there, and what a great tackle by Jalen Coleman. Coleman fought off the blocker and was able to wrap up Stanley Robinson for a very minimal gain. Actually, could have been a whole lot more. It was a three-yard gain. Spreading that out was Coleman. So now, the ball is spotted right at the 25-yard line. Duhart looking over the Panthers' defense. Makes the call. There's a gear to the back, running to the right side. Another good tackle. And down was Coleman again, but setting it up was Medina. Medina getting down and dirty. Pickup of a couple of yards, not much. Once again, that was Stanley Robinson, number 22, for the Hornets. Third down, and we'll call it four. Duhart, awaiting the snap, trying to draw the Panthers offside. Now looking over to his sideline. Hornets going from our right to left. All black uniforms, old gold helmets with the white cages and the white ASU across. Finally gets the pass, throw the slant, tipped off the hands of the inside receiver, could not make the connection intended for number 83, Joshua Davis, who caught the big touchdown earlier. And that's going to bring out the kicking units for both squads. Back deep for the Panthers will be Welts. Welts will be standing at his 35-yard line. Anthony Wilkes awaiting the snap, a little bobble on the snap, end over end kick, and it's a short, takes a PV bounce, and that ball will be touched at the 49-yard line of the Hornets. So the Hornets not getting much ground on that one as the Panthers will now take over with 11 minutes and 21 seconds before the half at the Hornets' 49-yard line. Total of five plays that the Hornets not able to get everything off and running. Speaking of off and running, the basketball season has started. Panthers were victorious yesterday. The Lady Panthers victorious over Howard Payne. Game, of course, broadcast right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And the men, from my understanding, lost to Virginia Commonwealth. I believe that was a 20-point deficit for Coach Rim and the men. We'll be giving you a lot of non-conference action leading up to the basketball season. We do have a stoppage of play right now as we both teams break out the huddle. 
didn't think this game was being televised. There's media timeouts this sort. So now they're ready to get their things back together. Panthers going from left to right. Balls at the 49-yard line. Green. That's Courtney Brown in the backfield with him. Counter moves to Courtney. Courtney running through defenders, and he's down to the 45-yard line. Picks up four yards. The good counter run by Brown. Brown jab step to his left, went back to his right, hit the lane, running behind the big guys, Mr. Denzel Lewis and Sean Pierce, picked up four yards. I actually want to say he picked up about five, five to six yards. So a good run. Paul's at the 44-yard line of the Hornets. Hornets look like they want to show bliss. There's a play action. The pass is complete to Hodge, and Hodge should have defended off, stepped out of bounds, but it should be enough for a Panther first down as it is 10 minutes and 35 seconds. Panthers first down and 10 at the 35-yard line of the Hornets. Green, Brown still in the backfield. Pistol formation. Waiting to snap. Takes it. There's a stoppage of play. We'll hear what this one's all about. Five shot. Offense. Number 56. Five-yard penalty. First down. Joshua Freeman call for the false start. As the Panthers set back five yards. Already up by the score of 10 to 7. Panthers going for their fifth win in a row. Back to action. Play action rolling green. Hits the receiver, got him wide open. And that was Anthony Wilkes. Did a little Houdini act to make the defenders miss him after he caught it. And it's going to be close to another Panther first down. Are they going to even measure it even? They don't even have to. First down Panthers. Anthony Wiltz catching the ball off the play-action pass on the far side of the field. And it will take care of the Panthers first down. Meanwhile, we got not-so-good news, Ramlin State Tigers on top of Arkansas Pine Bluff. We'll get that score here just after this play. We're getting ready to go here. There's going to be a play action. Green running to the right side. Cuts back in, looking once to go. Now he's reversing field. He's got blockers to go downfield, and he was finally out of bounds for the first down. Green showing athleticism and leading the team. He's being saluted by Courtney Brown as they make the mad scramble to go back to the field of play, picking up another first down inside the 15-yard line. It's going to be 14-yard line where they officially marked the ball. First down and 10 for the Panthers. Panthers up 10 to 7, 8 minutes and 43 seconds remaining in the first half of play. Green in the pistol formation. Has Courtney Brown in the backfield. Looks, throws it back across to Anthony Wills. Wills cutting inside. Got a blocker, and he dives down inside the 10. 
to the eight-yard line. And it's going to be a pickup of about four and a half yards. And the Panthers lining right back up, knocking at the door, going from left to right, purple pants, white tops with the purple shoulder pads or purple sleeves, awaiting the snap now. It's green. There's a gear to Brown going to the left side, making the feather miss, shredding off, and he maybe got a yard. Looked like the big guy was trying to do a little in and out move. Instead of just going right through the guy. Seven minutes and 40 seconds remaining in the first half of play. It's going to be third down and four for the Panthers. Trey Green still in at quarterback. No sighting of the rhino. Courtney Brown in the backfield. Sends Avery in motion, gives it to Courtney Brown again. This time he runs straight through a defender. Blood the ball and got the eight-yard touchdown run. That's what he was supposed to do the first time. He gets the eight-yard run, and the Panthers are moments away from spreading that lead just a little bit further. Lord is here, and we're indeed exactly what needs to be done. The PAT is up, and it is good, and with seven minutes and 18 seconds before a half, the Panthers on top by a score of 17-7. to We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Panther Football right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. I'm Elena. I have a master's degree in giving hope to children in Ethiopia. I'm John. My farm experience helps villagers in the Philippines feed themselves. I'm Nanaya. I have a degree in making an impact for generations to come. If you have a degree in agriculture, the environment, or teaching English, you actually have a degree in doing more than you ever thought possible. Peace Corps volunteers can truly make a difference in the lives of people all over the world. With your skills and education, you could help create an irrigation system for a small village in Paraguay or share new teaching methods to educators in Moldova. The experiences you'll gain in the Peace Corps will stay with you forever. This is your chance to make a real difference, a difference only you can make. Explore how the Peace Corps can fit into your future. Visit PeaceCorps.gov. My resume. My resume. My resume now includes changing lives. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you. The Panthers on top by the score of 17 to 7. Eight yard run by Courtney Brown. Lower the corner. KT was good. Get the kickoff going. Panthers rocking back side to side. Back deep for the Hornets will be Hannah. I'm sorry, not Hannah, but Parks. Panthers trying to get their fifth win in a row. Trying to win out the season. We told you the Grandma State Tigers on top of Arkansas Pine Bluff. We didn't give you the score, but that score is 14-3. to 
in the first quarter. Kickoff is on the way, retrieved back at the six-yard line, and running hard and spinning off a couple of defenders and finally wrapped up right around the 27, 28-yard line. As there is some chippiness going on right now. Uh-oh, did any flags come out? Looks like there's going to be a penalty flag thrown down. This game is of great magnitude from both sides. Panthers trying to stay in pace with the Hornets. I'm sorry, with the Tigers. Well, they did not call any penalties. Well, that's a good thing. So the Panthers will be on the defensive side now. The ball's at the 27-yard line of the Hornets. Duhart takes the snap, play action, wants to pass. He's being rushed, and there should have been a flag thrown down. Meanwhile, there's Coleman coming up with another tackle, getting great penetration, running right through his tackle with the bull rush was Mordecai, Morty. They did not call the flag. Picks up of a couple of yards off the scramble. Duhart ready to go back to work. Taking the snap. Look, pressure coming in. That ball is short as there was much pressure coming in on Duhart. Tried to hit the receiver, number 88, Ephraim Henderson. It's going to bring up third down and seven for the Hornets with 6.32 before the half. Duhart looking over the situation now. In the backfield is Thomas. Now they're slowing things up, and he backs up, ready to continue on with the play. Takes the snap, looks to his left, back to his right, and he finally threw that ball, and it's going to be incomplete. Not able to make the connection with the receiver, number 18, and that is Lawyer McHarry. McHarry not able to make the grab. So that will have Anthony Wilts awaiting the punt at his own 35-yard line. The low snap. Oh, it's a block. It's a block. It's picked up by the Panthers. And Fred Anderson gets the recovery off the block, and guess who? Nick Brewer. Brewer was already two punts away from setting the NCAA record. Now he's down from one. Wow. The Panthers do it again. Great Great field goal position for the Panthers. Ball is at the nine-yard line. Quickly, the Panthers come out with 620. as a gear to the left side to Abel. Abel slices through, makes a defender miss, falls down off the cut. It will be pickup of a one-yard. 
So the Panthers have had special teams play go above and beyond the call of duty these last couple of weeks. Ready to go now. Green has a bear in the backfield. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. They officially call it the spread. Going in motion is LaSalle. There's a gear to Abair. Abair juking inside, lowers his head, gets down inside the five-yard line. They're going to say about the three, and that was another big pickup for the Panthers. Panthers cannot get a first down. Five minutes and 24 seconds, third down, and we'll call it from the three-yard line. So now Courtney Brown will come in. Pistol look again for the Panthers. Slot man, Abair comes in motion. There's a snap. Looking, wants to throw it in the flats. Oh, my. Had Courtney Brown wide open in the flats, not able to make that connection, was green. This is going to bring up fourth down, and this will be a big statement right now to see what Coach Simmons is going to do. He's been calling aggressive plays all season long. And it looks like the offensive unit is going to stay out there. Panthers might decide to call a timeout to make sure they get this one right. Clock is stopped at 4.53 off of the incomplete pass. So now... They're finally dispersing. And it looks like we're going to have us a fourth down play right now. Green at quarterback. Brown at running back. Abed going in motion from the slot. Green takes loose quarterback draw. Running to the right side. Throws it. Touchdown. Where the flag is thrown down. It looks like it was going to be a three-yard touchdown reception. To Broussard, Broussard. Wow. Wow. Broussard was called with the pass interference. So, with that being. <laughs> Wow, we're right next door to the Purview Coaches booth. <laughs> and if you've kept up with our series with the football camp, Joe Nixon is animated, and he's, uh, as he could, cutting the muck right about now. Timeout's called. We're going to take a timeout. Panthers knocking at the door, fourth down. We'll be right back. You're listening to Panther Football at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. This is Usher. I use my music, talent, and friends to power change. I spent years mentoring youth and have seen how volunteering and service teaches young people the skills they need to become leaders and sets them on the path to success. This is about you. It's about your power. It's about creating change on your terms by volunteering. The truth is you can do anything. You can read with kids, clean up a park, organize a clothing drive, become a mentor, or support veterans and military families. 
Just find something that moves you and do it. Go to serve.gov and join me in answering the president's call to service. The needs we face are great, but together we can be the solution. Find your power to serve. Give it more and go to serve.gov today. This message is brought to you by United We Serve and the Corporation for National and Community Service. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Fourth down now for the Panthers. Field goal attempt as offensive units have went to the side. This one is lined up at the 27-yard line by Helahan. Roussard will be the holder. The kick is up, and the kick is no good. It had plenty of distance, and that was a missed field goal attempt of 37 yards. So, could this be the turnaround point? Of the match, four minutes and 43 seconds remaining in the first half. Half is on top, 17 to 7. Some may have thought was going to be at least 23. So defensive units come back out. Panthers end up going five plays and missing. Thought there was going to be a touchdown reception of three yards to Christian Russo, quarterback slash receiver. But to no avail. As the Panthers' defense is awaiting we had another score of update for you with the Alcorn State Braves. They're just dismantling the Texas Southern Tigers. That score is 44 to 0 with 14 minutes into the third quarter. Wow. Not what you were expecting from the guys down the road. Meanwhile, back over here, the Panthers on the defense, about to the 20-yard line of the Hornets. Duhart in the pistol formation, takes it, gives it to Thomas, running to the right side. Thomas spins through, gets across the 30. James Harper and Medina in on the tackle. Coming in, also a little action for Willie Butler, number 50. I want to say it was about a six-yard gain, so the ball took the 30, I'm sorry, the 26-yard line. Man goes back in motion, Duhart. Gives it to Thomas again to the right side, and what a tackle by Coleman. Jalen Coleman wraps up, and Thomas tried to hit that ball. Really was the same play run, but Coleman was able to make the stop. It's going to be third down and two now. Mr. Horn is quickly. Going back to the line of scrimmage, three minutes and 55 seconds remaining before the half. The Panthers on top, 17-7. to Thomas in the backfield with Duhart. Takes his play action. Duhart keeps it, and Medina comes in with the big tackle. 
but that was set up with great penetration by Barton. Barton just blew through his offensive lineman and disrupted that play to make it available for Coleman. Three minutes and 20 seconds remaining before the half. Panthers should get the ball in good field position as Anthony Wilts awaits at the 38-yard line for the punt. There's a low-line drive kick, and it bounces, and it is down at the 39-yard line. And the Panthers will take over with an opportunity to add again to their lead. Three minutes and four seconds remaining before the half. Panthers on top by the score of 17-7. to Green. Sends a bear in motion. Gives it to Courtney Brown to the left side. Cut back across. Oh, my goodness. Courtney Brown just lowered a punishing blow on Bradley Street as he ran for a first down. Gets the ball across midfield. Quickly going again are the Panthers. There is, there is a little dump pass to a bear. Abel was wrapped up quickly. He may have gained a yard. Second down and nine. Two minutes and 30 seconds remaining before the half. Panthers trying to add to their 17-7 lead. Brown goes in motion. There's a give to Abel. Abel running straight downfield. Got to the second. They made defenders miss. And gets across the 30 down to about the 27, 28-yard line. Another Panther first down. They're going to say that the 28-yard line. Panthers ready to go again. Pumps one time. Gets it to Abad in the slot. Abad getting over. Naked defenders miss. This man is wonderful, ladies and gentlemen. And he's finally tackled out of bounds inside the 15-yard line at the 14-yard line. First down for the Panthers, one minute and 52 seconds. When it looks like he's going to be tackled, he continues. So there was a nothing the passer call against number 94, Roderick Henderson. That's going to aid the Panthers even closer to the goal line with 152 remaining before the half. So that will put the ball at the seven-yard line of the Hornets. Three receivers to the right side for Green. Brown in the backfield. Hodge up top. Brown now goes in motion, switches to the right side. Green. Oh, and there's a play flag call. Glenn Hazley charged with the early movement. The 
Louisiana native. So the clock will be restructured to 152. The ball is pushed back now to the 12-yard line. First down, goal to goal. Panthers on top by the score of 17-7. to Mike Prince here with you live from Montgomery, Alabama. Panthers trying to win their fifth game in a row. There's a play action. Green throws and too strong for Cadell Hodge in the far corner. Just want to bring up second down. A couple of personnel changes coming in. One minute, 49 seconds remaining. Panthers on top, 17 to 7. Three receivers now. For Green to the right side. Takes the snap. Looks, being flushed out of the pocket. Looking to his left, throwing back. In the corner. All he needed was one foot down, and Hodge couldn't get it. Shows some great catching ability in the far corner of the end zone. Tried to tap that toe. You only need one foot in collegiate football, but he was not able to get that foot down in bounds. So it's going to make it now third down, goal to goal, ball at the 12-yard line. Panthers trying to add to their lead, 17-7, 1.42 remaining in the first half. Courtney Brown still in the backfield. Hebert in the middle slot position to the right side. Courtney Brown pointing out with his line green gloves. There's a snap. And running to the corner, pointing, falling forward. The ball falls loose. The ball falls loose. They're going to say he probably, they're discussing it. The harness came up with the ball. Okay, so they're going to say that Green was down. So the ball right now sits at the six-inch line. The six-inch line, and we know who's coming in now. The Rhino package. Dante Smiley. The big package in for the Panthers. It's fourth down. Goal to goal. One minute and four seconds. The ball on the six-inch line. Smiley takes it, runs to the left, and he gets across the line. Touchdown, Panthers. Well, the four line just called a touchdown. Well, wait a minute. One indicated touchdown. We've got to wait to. Okay, they got it. They got it. <laughs> they got it figured out now. The PAT is up and good. Smiley would be credited for the touchdown run with 55 seconds remaining here in the first half of play. The Panthers go up 24-7. to 
We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. I had PTSD. Once I was back from Iraq, I was distant from everybody in my family. We had a reunion of our unit, and you'd hear these spouses say, is your husband doing that? My husband's doing that, too. I thought it was just us. So really understanding that, hey, this is a common experience. I learned more to listen to what he was saying, and that made it easier for me to understand where his pain was coming from. Resources are available for military families. Learn more at realwarriors.net. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Brent here with you as the Panthers extend their lead 24-7. to 7. 55 seconds remaining in this first half. Luan will give him the kickoff. The kick is a low, high kick. I mean, a low, high, high, short kick. <laughs> As the ball will be touched by the up back, and they're going to save at the 31-yard line. It looked like there may have been a flag now. We'll wait the call now. All sides against the Panthers. So Brewer called for the all sides. It's going to push him up five yards, so the ball is going to be at the 36-yard line. And there is the snap. Going back for the big play, going up top. Oh, picked off! Picked off! What an absolutely great play by uh, O'Reilly. O'Reilly picks that ball off at the 25-yard line, falls out of bounds, going up top. And what a play it was for O'Reilly. Coming over the top, that's how you play the free safety spot. O'Reilly, O'Reilly picks that one off. Panthers had a ball at the 15, no, the 25-yard line, 44 seconds remaining in the half. Green quickly back onto the field, barking out the signal, play action, throws the slant pass, it's caught to Orange. He spins off a defender, gets up close to the 45-yard line. It's going to be at the 44-yard line. And the Panthers quickly back to the line, taking it again, looking. Bear coming back across and gets across midfield to the 49-yard line. Meanwhile, it is 23 seconds on the clock. Preview. Takes their second time out. It will be a 30-second timeout, and we're going to keep it right here. The Panthers are trying to really shake up the house here in Montgomery, Alabama. Already up by the score of 24-7. to Coach Simmons taking a timeout, trying to get all he can while he can. The Panthers are trailing the Grambling State Tigers by a game. 
Last we heard, the Tigers were leading 14-3. to I believe that score still holds. Timeout is completed. Green awaiting the snap. He takes it. He's going to be flush out the pocket. Rolling to the right side. Throwing back across the field. Caught. Touchdown. Did he throw across? Anthony Wilkes. Oh, they say he fumbled in the touchback. And the Hornets will get the ball. Wilkes had the touchdown, but in his effort to try and get the touchdown, he fumbled it out the back of the end zone. And he fumbled it out the back of the end zone. Wow, 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 wow. Went for the big play. The fumble out of bounds. For the touchback. As you can hear someone off into the crowd, Mike, but that's okay too. Mm, mm, mm. The one that got away. 13 seconds remaining. That will be officially a turnover for the Panthers. So now. The pitcher, I mean, the pitcher, the quarterback takes a knee, and with that knee being taken, it's going to take us to halftime. The Panthers in the driver's seat, 24 to 7. We're going to take us a break, and we'll come back with our halftime report. The Panthers on top here in Montgomery, Alabama, by the score of 24 to 7. We'll take a two-minute break, and we'll be back with our halftime report. Hello, this is Mike Prince with the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I want to remind you that now is the opportunity for you to become a listening partner with the Open Mic Broadcast Network. At $36 a year, your annual donation will help support and undergird our live broadcast coverage for our student-athletes. Simply go to our website, obnradio.com, and become a listening partner today. Serving the community through faith and athletics, the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. Apple Ford Hyundai is a dealer you can count on. Apple's range of car services include new Ford Hyundai sales, used car sales, car loans, and auto financing. Certified Ford Hyundai Auto Service Department, full selection of Ford Hyundai Auto Parts, and aftermarket accessories. Come on out to Brenham, Texas, and find out why Apple Ford Hyundai has been named the best-kept secret in Brazos Valley. They're located at 1820 Highway 290 West in Brenham, Texas. You can dial the toll-free number at 888-898-6095. There's even an Internet sales division. Simply go to www.appleford.com. Apple Ford Hyundai of Brenham, Texas. With over 20 years of experience as a lawyer, attorney Lee Van Richardson, Jr. can help you with whatever your need may be. Divorce, car accidents, criminal case, wills, deeds, trust, civil suits, parent and child relationships. Contact Richardson's Law Office located at 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas. You can call them at 979-826-8008. 
Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Jr. in Hempstead, Texas. Wingeritas, Margaritas, Wings, and Things. Dine in or to go. Located at 736 University Drive in Prairie View, Texas, Wingeritas offers a variety of wings to choose from. Asian spice, buffalo, lemon pepper, orange ginger, and teriyaki. You can order online at Toastab forward slash wingerita.com. That number is 936-857-0025. Welcome to another live broadcast here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Now that you found us, keep it locked where you got it. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, Prairie View, Texas. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are at halftime right now. The Panthers on top by the score of 24 to 7. Panthers scored first with a 59 yard touchdown pass from Green to Hodge to give the Panthers an early 7 0 lead. And then the Hornets come right back with a Duhart to Davis connection for 58 yards, all tied at 7 apiece. There was a 23 yard field goal that was good by Mr. Houlihan to make it 10 to 7. Panthers were on top. At the 12 minute and 58 mark, 12 minute and 58 minute mark of the second quarter, then you had another eight yard touchdown run by Courtney Brown at 7:18 to make it 17-7. Panthers then get a one yard run by the Rhino himself, Mr. Dante Smiley. Smiley had it to 24 to seven with the PAT that was good by Mr. Houlihan, and that is where we are. At the half right now, as far as rushing yards will go, leading the Hornets will be Khalid Thomas. Thomas has a total of 20 yards off of five touches. And Duhart, Daniel Duhart, has a total of 11 yards off of five touches. For the Panthers, Courtney Brown, six touches for 36 yards. And you have Trey Green with four touches for 35 yards, eight touches by Jonta Abair for 36 yards, and four by Dante Smiley for nine yards and a touchdown. Courtney Brown, of course, has a touchdown run as well. Passing Trey Green is 11 of 18, 220 yards, and a touchdown. A 59-yard touchdown pass. Daniel Duhart, seven of 14, two interceptions, 137 yards. He has a touchdown and the 58-yard long reception to Davis. He's been sacked two times. So the Panthers in the driver's seat right now as they get ready to try and uh, mount up the attack, if you will, for the Panthers and their quest to keep hope alive in the Southwest Athletic Conference Western Division. Speaking of the Southwest Athletic Conference, the Grambling State Tigers, last report we had on top of the Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions by the score of 14-3. to We're now going to go to our scoreboard report by Mr. Charles Bishop, and he'll bring you up to speed on the possible scenarios of the Southwest Athletic Conference. We'll now continue on with our halftime report and turn it over to Charles Bishop. Welcome back to the Scoreboard Show here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network, where we now take a look at the Southwestern Athletic Conference. Of course, Prairie View is the team that is covered right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. 
we start now by taking a look at conference news and notes. Now, Brownwood State can clinch a spot in the 2015 Toyota Swag Football Championship this weekend. If the Tigers defeat Arkansas Pine Bluff today, they will sew up the Western Division race. Now, Prairie View must win out, and Grambling must lose its two remaining games for the Panthers to win the division as Grambling holds the head-to-head tiebreaker over Prairie View. On the Eastern Division, it's all currently atop the leaderboard, with Alabama State the only team in the division that could potentially overtake the defending conference champion. If Alcorn wins two of its final three games, it will clinch the East, regardless of Alabama State's result against Prairie View today, as the Braves hold the head-to-head tiebreaker over the Hornets. As we take a look at the conference and overall standings uh, in the Eastern Division, it is Alcorn that is four and two in conference play, and they are five and three overall. And it is Alabama State all right on their heels. They are 5-3 and three in conference play, 5-4 and four overall. Take a look at the rest of the Eastern Division. Alabama State is 2-4 and four in conference play. They are 2-6 and six overall. Jackson State is 3-4 and four in conference play. They are 3-6 and six overall. And Mississippi Valley with the big win last week over Alabama A&M. They are 1-7 in conference play, 1-9 overall. We take a look at the Western Division, that half of the SWAT. It is Grambling. They are perfect in conference play. They are 7-0. and oh. In conference play, seven and two overall. Prairie View right on the heels at six and one. They are six and two overall. Southern sits at third in the Western Division. They are five and two in conference play, five and four overall. It is Texas Southern, two and five in conference play. They are three and five overall. Arkansas Pine Bluff has yet to win a game in conference play. They are zero and seven. They are one and eight overall. Now, as we take a look at last week's top performers, it was Austin Howard, who had four total touchdowns against Arkansas Pine Bluff. Lenoris Footman for the Alcorn State Braves, he also had four touchdowns against Prairie View last week. Lenoris Footman also was a 200-yard rusher in that he rushed for 220 yards last week against the Panthers. Take a look around the rest of the SWAC, week nine top performers. It was Khalid Thomas for the Alabama State Hornets. He rushed for 139 yards uh, in the game in the win over Jackson State last week. DeJounte Abair rushed for 112 yards uh, against Alcorn in the big victory for the Panthers over the Braves last week. Leonard Tillery, he rushed for 111 yards against Arkansas Pine Bluff. That was Leonard Tillery for the Southern Jaguars. And his backfield running mate, Malcolm Crockett, also rushed for 100 yards. He rushed for 107 yards against Arkansas Pine Bluff last week. 100-yard receivers, Garrett Griffin, he caught uh, 110 yards worth of passes versus Gramlin last week. He also had eight receptions. He led the swack in receptions last week. He went eight for 110 yards against Gramlin. You take a look at last week's top tacklers, Willie Duncan at 15 tackles versus the Southern Jaguars. Stacey Noble for Jackson State had 13 tackles against Alabama State. Javancy Jones for Jackson State, defensive end, he had 12 tackles against Alabama State. His line mate, Kwame Bowens, had 12 tackles against Alabama State. Jalen Coleman for the Prairie View Panthers, he had 11 tackles last week against Alcorn. And Brandon Medina also had 11 tackles last week for the Panthers against Alcorn. Now, as we set to take a look at 
today's matchup around the swag, it will be Alcorn visiting Texas Southern in Houston. That will be a 1 o'clock kickoff. Alabama State and Prairie View will kick off at 2 o'clock. It will be Prairie View visiting Montgomery, Alabama to take on the Hornets of Alabama State. It will be Grambling traveling to Arkansas Pine Bluff. That is a 2.30 kickoff. And it will be Alabama A&M visiting Southern. That is a 4 o'clock kickoff in Baton Rouge. As we take a look at the matchups a little closer, we start, of course, with the Prairie View A&M Panthers. They are covered right here on the Open Mic Broadcast Network. That game will be called by Dr. Mike Prince. We take a look at Alabama State. They are coached by Brian Jenkins. Brian Jenkins and his first year at Alabama State, as we mentioned, he is 5-4 and four thus far in the year. Their offensive leaders are Khalid Thomas, who thus far has rushed for 607 yards for the Hornets and four touchdowns. Daniel Duhart leads them through the air. He is thrown for 823 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, he spends time also with Ellis Richardson, who had a big game last week against Jackson State from the quarterback position. Their uh, receiving, offensive leader receiving, is Khalid Thomas. He has 30 receptions for 270 yards and two touchdowns. We take a look at the defensive leaders for the Hornets. Courtney Berry has 108 tackles. He leads all tacklers in the sweat with 108 tackles. Latavian Gallmer and Darian Barrett both share the team lead for the Hornets with five sacks apiece. And three players for the Hornets are tied with one interception apiece. Now, we take a look at the Prairie View Panthers. Of course, they are 6-2 and two on the season. Willie Simmons in his first year at the helm of the Prairie View Panthers. They are led by the dangerous Jante Hebert, who has 624 yards on the ground and four touchdowns. Trey Green leads the Panthers through the air with 18 touchdowns and only three interceptions. He has thrown for 2,160 yards. Jante Hebert leads the Panthers through the air. He has caught 46 balls for 537 yards and four touchdowns. We take a look at the defensive leaders for the Panthers. Jalen Coleman, he had leads the Panthers with 58 tackles. Of course, he had 11 last week against Alcorn. Devon Reed leads the Panthers with six sacks. And Prairie View has six players tied with one interception apiece. Of course, this is a 2 o'clock kickoff in Montgomery, Alabama. Alabama State leads this series 24-4. to Last year, this game was played in Prairie View, and it was the Panthers over the Hornets 34-24. to 2 o'clock kickoff in Montgomery, Alabama, Alabama State, and Prairie View. And we take a look around the rest of the swag. We turn our attention to Houston, Texas, where it will be Alcorn traveling to take on the Texas Southern Tigers. This, of course, is a 1 o'clock kickoff. We take a look at the offensive leaders for the Braves. They are led by Jay Hobson in his fourth year at the helm of Alcorn. He has 28-16 and 16, uh, for the Braves. Offensive leaders for the Braves include Darren Ragsdale, who has rushed for 615 yards and five touchdowns. John Gibbs, Jr. leads them through the air. He has thrown thus far in the season for 996 yards, seven touchdowns, only one interception. They've been led the past two weeks by Lenore Footman, who, of course, was uh, Swag Player of the Week two weeks ago, and he also rushed for another 200 yards again this last week versus Prairie View. Jordan Payne leads the Braves in receiving. He has 14 receptions for 412 yards and six 
touchdowns. We take a look now at the defensive leaders for the Braves. Damon Watkins leads the Braves with 52 tackles. Michael Brooks and Ramonte Bell share the team lead with five sacks apiece. And Eric Foster leads the Braves with two interceptions. We now turn our attention to the Texas Southern Tigers, who are three and five on the season. They are led by Darrell Asbury. He also, in, in his fourth year, where he is 12 and 29 during his tenure for the Texas Southern Tigers. Take a look at the offensive leaders for Texas Southern. Octavius Robinson leads them with 429 yards on the ground, five touchdowns. Varian Hurts leads them through the air. He has thrown for 902 yards, 14 touchdowns, and only two interceptions. Derek Griffin, 6'7", 225-pound wide receiver from Texas Southern. He leads them with receptions with 30 for 667 yards, and he has caught 11 touchdowns on the season. Defensive leaders for Texas Southern include Jamal Lucas, who leads the team with 53 tackles. Amir Bloom leads the team in sacks. He has three. And three players are tied for uh, the team leading with interceptions. They each have two apiece. This will be a 1 o'clock kickoff in BBVA Compa Stadium. Uh, this game will be carried uh, on television by Root Sports. When we take a look at Alcorn, they lead the series 31-20-4. Uh, last year, the game was played in Norman, Mississippi, and it was Alcorn on top of Texas Southern 40-25. to 1 o'clock kickoff in BBVA Stadium for Alcorn and Texas Southern. We now go up to Pine Bluff, Arkansas, where it will be Grambling attempting to punch their ticket for the 2015 Toyota SWAC Championship, where they take on Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. This is a 2.30 kickoff in Golden Lions Stadium. We take a look at the offensive leaders for Grambling. They are led, of course, by Project Fobbs in his second-year Grambling, where he is 14-7 and on his tenure there at Grambling. They are led on the ground by the exciting Martez Carter, who has rushed for 760 yards and eight touchdowns. Jonathan Williams, one of the top quarterbacks in all of FCS football, he has thrown for 2,299 yards, a whopping 29 touchdowns. His favorite target is Chad Williams, who has caught 47 balls for 748 yards and eight touchdowns. Take a look at the defensive leaders for Grandma. Guy Stallworth leads them with 72 tackles. Arquez Cooper, he leads the team with six sacks. And Guy Stallworth also leads Grandma with three interceptions. We take a look now at the 1-8 Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. They are led by Monty Coleman in his eighth season at UAPB, where he, where he is 36-51. The offensive leaders are Brian Hanley, who has rushed for 307 yards. Marcus Terrell leads them through the air. He has passed for 557 yards and three touchdowns. Willie Young is their go-to receiver. He has caught 32 balls for 356 yards and two touchdowns. Pine Bluff is led defensively by Willie Duncan, who is second in the slack with 93 tackles thus far on the season. John Trail Lockett leads the Golden Lions with six sacks, and Reggie Rafer leads the Golden Lions with two interceptions. This is a 2.30 kickoff, Golden Lions Stadium. 
Uh, we take a look at the series. Gramlin leads the series with Arkansas Pine Bluff 29-12-2. Last year, that game was played in Gramlin, and it was Gramlin big over Arkansas Pine Bluff 63-39. to Again, that is a 2.30 kickoff in Golden Lions Stadium, Gramlin versus Arkansas Pine Bluff. And the last game on the docket, it will be Alabama A&M traveling to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where it will be Southern versus Alabama A&M. We take a look at the Jaguars, who are led by Dawson Odoms. They are 5-4 and four thus far in the season. Dawson Odoms is in his fourth year at Southern, at the helm of Southern, where he is 27-17. and 17. Offensive leaders for the Jaguars are Leonard Tillery. He has rushed for 994 yards and 12 touchdowns. He should go 1,000 today versus Alabama A&M. Austin Howard leads the Jaguars. So, yeah, he is thrown for 1,739 yards, 13 touchdowns, and only three interceptions. They are led receiving by the dangerous Willie Quinn, who has leads the team with 33 receptions for 414 yards and two touchdowns. Defensively, Southern is led by Contavious Preston, who leads the team with 54 tackles. Daniel Brown leads the Jaguars with eight sacks. And Danny Johnson leads the secondary for the Jaguars. He has three interceptions on the season. We take a look now at the two and six Alabama A&M Bulldogs, who are led by James Spady, who is in his second year at Alabama A&M. He is six and 14 thus far in his tenure at Alabama A&M. Offensive leaders for the Bulldogs are Harvey Harris, who has Rushed for 334 yards and two touchdowns. D'Angelo Baller leads them through the air. He has thrown for 1,238 yards, seven touchdowns, only two interceptions thus far in the season. And his favorite target is Tevin McKenzie, who has caught 36 balls of 472 yards and four touchdowns. Defensively for the Bulldogs, they are led by Brian Brower. He has 76 tackles thus far in the season. David Daglin leads the Bulldogs with four sacks. And Justin Brown leads the Bulldogs secondary with three interceptions. This is a 4 o'clock kickoff in Baton Rouge in the A.W. Mumford Stadium. Take a look at the series with Southern Alabama A&M. Alabama A&M, Alabama A&M leads the series 8-7. to seven. Now, last year, this game played in Huntsville. It was Southern on top of Alabama A&M. 35-34 in a squeaker. And they takes care of the SWAC here on a Saturday. As always, I am Charles Bishop, host of the Scoreboard Show, inviting you to have a good football Saturday. And, of course, that was Mr. Charles Bishop as the Panthers get ready to come out to start this second half off on top by the score of 24 to seven, they will be receiving the ball. Want to give a shout out to the good people in Greenwood, Mississippi, listening on the G line and eighty-seven point nine FM. Good friend of mine, brother in the broadcast, brother Lee Hall. Give a shout out to all of those that are listening throughout the country as we get ready to start this second half off. The ball is retrieved at the four-yard line by Jonta Abair. Abair spun around. A flag is thrown. At the, the tackle will be completed at the 20-yard line. We'll have a reference here on what exactly was going on. 
as we gave you the score. That ball was called, that penalty was called against the Panthers as the band from Alabama State is getting revved up. Panthers will start this ball deep in their own territory. The ball is pushed back half the distance at the nine-yard line where the Panthers will take over here in the second half. So the Panthers coming back out, ready to go. Going from right to left, Panthers in their purple tops. Purple bottoms, I'm sorry, white tops with the purple shoulders. In the backfield is Anderson. He takes the snap, does green, stepping up in the pocket, running to the left side, trying to get to the corner, and finally dumps it off and incomplete. So green took a hard hit. He's slow to get up. And he's not a happy camper right about now. The trainer, CJ, the lead trainer, comes out along with his staff, but he's back up, and they're going to say he has to come out at least one play. And not to the liking of Trey Green, he'll go to the sideline. So now you have Dante Smiley coming in, the Rhino specialist. Those who listen to the Willie Simmons show that we – Host each week. That is a special package, the big package to some, but they call it the Rhino here under Willie Simmons. As Smiley now comes in, the ball is at the nine yard line of the Panthers. In motion is a bear. Takes the snap, play action, throws it. That ball is complete and down at the contact. Hodge gets the ball across the 22-yard line. That should be enough for a Panther first down. And Smiley was able to make the connection. Temperature is dropping a little bit, but they actually seem like the AC is on around here. My wife and spotters are giving me a hard time, but it's going to be okay. Back to action. Fred Anderson on the right side sweeps and bangs up. He will get not much on that particular play, the tackle made by number three, Ellis Richardson of the Hornets. Actually lost a couple of yards there, Anderson. So Green is back in at quarterback. Jonathan Hebert in the backfield. And, oh, there is a big force to be reckoned with. Give it a shot. Offense, number 73. Now, the penalty was called against the Panthers, but Roderick Henderson, number 94, (laughs) made it very clear (laughs) to Jordan Johnson, if you move that ball, I'm coming. Puts the Panthers back five yards. It'll be second down, and we'll call it about 17 or so for the Panthers. Ball spotted at the 15-yard line. Green in the pistol formation, awaiting the snap. 
Clapping his hands together, takes the snap, looks, throws, and that ball was incomplete as Anthony Wilkes was the would-be receiver, could not make that connection. So we're going to bring up third down. We'll call it 17 as the Panthers, not the kind of start you'd want to see coming out in the second half. Now they're ready to go back to work. Green looking over to the far side of the sideline to get instructions from Coach Simmons and Coach Jackson, who serves as the offensive coordinator. Takes the snap. Look, steps up in the pocket. Now he's going to spin and be sacked. And they're going to give that credit to number 95 for the Hornets, Mr. Micaiah. Kingston, from Riverdale, Georgia, not far from here. We flew in through Atlanta last night and drove in and had a nice drive off of Highway 85. Meanwhile, back deep for the punt will be Cadell Thomas, the kick is a deep kick. It's retrieved at the 38-yard line. Thomas making defenders. Oh, wow. What a hit by the Panthers, number 21, on the running missile, Courtney Brown. Made a stinging blow to get things set up. So you have the Panthers turning over on punts. 12.35 here in this third period of play, and the Hornets will come out for the first time of the second half with Duhart. Takes it. Fumble. Oh, couldn't quite hold on to it. The pass was swung out to number 24, Robert Pritchett. They're going to say it was an incomplete pass. It's going to be second down and 10 for the Hornets. Duhart and Thomas in the backfield. Spread look now for the Hornets. Duhart standing on his own 40-yard line. The line of scrimmage is at the 46-yard line. He takes the snap. Gives it to Thomas. Oh, Debo Reed with a diving tackle and a tackle for a loss of yards. Back to the 45-yard line. I mean, he went Superman, made the tackle in the backfield. It's going to be third down and 11 now for the Hornets. Duhart, setting looks, looking wants to throw. Setting, taking the time, throwing it back across, catch the man in motion, and a good open tackle by Jalen Coleman. On the receiver, Davis, Joshua Davis on the crossing route, not able to get much. As the kicking unit will come out with 11 minutes and 35 seconds in the third quarter. Panthers on top, 24 to 7. Panthers trying to keep pace with the Grambling State Tigers. Back deep. He is 
the Panthers, Anthony Wiltz, he thought about grabbing it. He lets it roll behind, and the ball will fall dead inside the 10-yard line. They're going to say right at the 8-and-a-half. 8-and-a-half-yard line. The punt will be stopped at 11 14. The Panthers will come back and get a chance to start things all over again. Mike Prince here with you, live from Montgomery, Alabama. The Prairie View AM University Panthers led by Coach Willie Simmons. Looks like there's a media timeout here on. The scene of things. We're going to take us a quick break, and we'll be right back ourselves. You listen to the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. Today's broadcast is being made possible by some local business merchants: Appleport Hyundai of Gretham, Texas; Brookshire Hardware in Brookshire, Texas; Wingaritas Wings and Things in Burby, Texas; Hempstead Movie Theater in Hempstead, Texas; Key Insurance Agency in Brookshire, Texas, Larry's Automotive in Wallerfield Store, Texas, Gunderson's Bookkeeping of Waller, Texas, the City of Prairie View for the Economic Group in Prairie View, Texas, Attorney Lee Van Richardson in Hempstead, Texas, Temple of Refuge Ministries located in Prairie View, Texas, Wine and Roses located at 125 7th Street in Somerville, Texas, Citizen State Bank located in Somerville, Texas, Attorney Sylvia Sabillo, located in Hempstead, Texas. If you or your business would like to become a listing partner or a supporter of our student athletic coverage, please feel free to contact us at 832-213-8824. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My friends here with you. Had one play that was off. Abert takes it, cuts back and forth up the middle. For a about a five to six yard gain, so it's going to be second down for the Panthers. Panthers have the ball at the 14 yard line. They are deep in their side of the field. Green takes a snap, a counter move to Abair. Abair coming across, looking patiently, and it's going to be a positive gain. That was a good block that time. Staying with this man was the center. Jordan Johnson, and he's going up against Andre Wilson, the big defensive tackle, 6'1", 300-pounder. Abair able to wiggle through. It's going to be third down, and we'll call it two from the 17-yard line of the Panthers. Abair awaiting along with Green. Green. Takes the snap, play action, throws the slant. Oh, and it's off the hands of the tight end, number 42, John Allen. And it's going to be a fourth down situation now coming up for the Panthers. Thomas will go back deep for Alabama State. He awaits at his own 40-yard line. Nine minutes and 48 seconds remaining in this third quarter. Houlihan awaits the snap. The rugby style kick 
to the right side of a low missile-like kick, and it takes somewhat of a PV bounce. The ball will still roll down inside the 30-yard line. Finally touched dead at the 27-yard line. So a few punts here and there. As the Panthers and the Hornets are trying to figure things out here. Nine minutes and 34 ticks remain. So the ball is at the 27-yard line. And the Hornets do hard. Coming right back. Ready to go. A sweep to the right side and a tackle. That was by Nelms on Thomas. And it's going to be a flag down on the play. So holding is a call against the Hornets. That's going to set him back 10. And that will negate that first down. So it's going to be 9.24 remaining. Duhart has the ball at the 18-yard line of the Hornets. Duhart takes the snap, throws to his left. That ball is caught, and DeMond Jackson quickly to close in on the receiver. Pass was completed to Hannah. Sideline warning. Alabama State. And only warning. There's a sideline warning. <laughs> Coach Jenkins has known to be somewhat of an animated type fellow. So he has been warned. So we're not going to have that no more, little guy, little big guy. So it's going to be second down, and we'll call it 13 for the Hornets. Duhart in the shotgun position, going from left to right for the Hornets. The snap in time, looking, got time, and finally throwing it across the big play. Incomplete out of bounds. Intended for Thomas on the coverage. Looks like that was 39. Chase Jackson. So things seem to have a little slow spot right now. The Panthers on top, 24-7 to here in the third quarter. Snap to Duhart. Duhart rolling out to his right side, rolling, 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 and he's trying to cut back. Finally, getting across the field, Jackson rolls, still on his feet, and he finally stumbles after Lockett was able to make sure he was down. Uh, scrambling a run with a first down, the 46-yard line. He ran 50 yards to get 20. Duhart keeping things alive. First down and 10 for the Hornets. Eight minutes remaining in the third quarter. Panthers on top, 24-7. to 
Duhat sends for his receiver in motion, takes the snap, gets it to Thomas, running to the left side, gets to the corner, and he has met again another big tackle by the Panthers, number 39, Chase Jackson. It's going to be second down, and we'll call about five for the Hornets. There's a good hole. Thomas is hit hard in the backfield by Medina. Spun off the tackle and followed up on the cleanup was Nelms. And it might be a couple-yard game. Just got another scoring update. I don't know if this is final or not, but Alcorn is all over Texas Southern, 65-13. Third down and four for the Hornets. Daniel Duhart takes the snap, looks, throws, and that ball was almost intercepted by Dominique Weaver. Bounces right off his chest. Nine minutes and 33 seconds remaining in the contest between Alcorn and Texas Southern. We have six minutes and 46 seconds here in the third quarter for the Panthers and the Hornets. 24 to 7 is our score. The special team units come in. Back deep for the Panthers is Wilkes. He waits at the 10-yard line. Punt will go out of bounds. And the Panthers will take over with six minutes and 38 seconds in this third quarter. The Panthers will take it at their own 20-yard line. There is a timeout on the field. Panthers, 24. The Hornets, 7. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. The Open Mic Broadcast Network has been proudly serving the community since 2002. We provide live broadcast and delayed broadcast coverage for our student athletes throughout the country. Make your donation today to help support our cause. Visit our website at obnradio.com and make your donation today. Join us by becoming a listening partner. For $36 a year, you can help us continually reach out and support our local and regional student athletics. If you have a business and you would like your business to be recognized throughout our broadcast, feel free to get in contact with us at 832-213-8824. With over 20 years of experience as a lawyer, attorney Lee Van Richardson, Jr. can help you with whatever your need may be. Divorce, car accidents, criminal case, wills, deeds, trust, civil suits, parent and child relationships. Contact Richardson's Law Office located at 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas. You can call them at 979-826-8008. Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Jr. in Hempstead, Texas. The Open Mic Broadcast Network receives the majority of its operating funds. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. As we get ready to come back here, we do apologize about that little delay, if you will. Panthers got the ball at the 20-yard line. Green rolling to his right, throws, and he has his receiver. Russo, the third-string quarterback, playing wide receiver, making the grab. And 
he will get enough for a first down to the 31-yard line. Panthers continuing to roll. In a good long drive right now. So they can secure this lead. Back up and fly back to Texas. Allen now in the fullback position. Bear in the running back position. Allen goes in motion. There's a deal to Bear. Bear is wrapped up immediately at the 30-yard line. That was a big tackle by number 48, Danon Barrett. Barrett securing that tackle for the Panthers. I'm sorry, for the Hornets, not for the Panthers. No gain on the play. We'll continue on. Courtney Brown now in the backfield. There's a good Brown to the right side. Oh, and he's going to try to reverse field. And he was tackled for another loss. This tackle this time by number 90, the Tavion Gamer. Gamer out of Third. Yeah. Want to make it third down. About 16 17 for the Panthers. Green. Waiting the snap. A there in the backfield. Hodge up top. Two receivers to the left. Down low. It's like Michelle Jackson. Green, just out of the pocket. He's going to run. First down. That will be enough for a Panther first down. As we come to four minutes and 20 seconds remaining in the third period, Panthers move the sticks again. Ball is at the 41-yard line, right on the ASU logo with the Hornet. Panthers going from right to left on the dial. Green sends Smith in motion. Green wants to throw. He looks, throws back across, right over the head, into the hands of Jackson. Jackson spinning down inside the 35-yard line to the 32-yard line. That was right over a defender. The defender set up in the zone, and Green, with that soft touch, put it right where he wasn't to pick up another Panther first down. Quickly back to the huddle. Green takes it, gives it to Abed to the right side. Abed cuts, slices, gets down inside the 30. He picks up about three to four yards. We're going to say he's at the 30, 28-yard line. Panthers driving, three minutes and 24 seconds now remaining in the third quarter on top. 24 to 7. Panthers with another touchdown in particular could almost punch their ticket for their fifth win in a row. So now in the pistol formation is Trey Green. Abel behind him. Takes it, gives it to Abel to the right side. Running hard and right off the block of Allen. It's going to be down inside the 25-yard line. They're going to say he is at the 24. 
And that's another productive run. It's going to make it third down and less than two yards for a Panther first down. Panthers on a magical carpet ride on the first year. Coach Shotgun Willie Simmons has come in and has slowly but surely put his stamp of approval on his team. The snap to Green. Green could not make the connection with Russo. Christian Russo was ready to catch that one and run before he had it. And as a result, the lack of concentration calls for the incomplete. It's going to bring up fourth down, less than two. Panthers are going to stay on the field. Allen now going out. Coming in will be Courtney Brown. Looks like Abel will be lined up in the slot position on the right side. Wilts, the receiver on the left, with Lestrade the slot to the left. There's a keeper this time on the play, that pass, and that ball is complete to Abel. He'll fall forward for the first down inside the 20 yard line. They're going to say to the 16. 17-yard line, another first down for the Panthers. As Abair, he just lines up all over the place and find a way to create the separation and the one-on-one matchups that will favor him. It's hard for any type of linebacker to keep up with this young man. So Courtney Brown in the backfield. There's the Garrett Brown to the left side. He's going to be wrapped up by a host of Hornets and slammed down to the ground and coming to the rescue was the big offensive line, but he was slammed by number 94, Roderick Henderson. Coming to the rescue was 56, Mr. Freeman. Courtney Brown said, I got this, brother. I can handle it. I'm a senior. I know how to defend myself. So now, the ball is on the near side of the hash mark. Pistol formation for Green. Green takes it, rolls to his right. Looking, he's got the time. Throws it. Touchdown, Wilkes. In the far corner of the end zone. No flags on the play. An 18-yard touchdown pass to Anthony Wilkes. And the Panthers are stamping that ticket to victory number five in a row. Gotten awful quiet now here in Hornets Nation. The PAT is up and good. And with 52 seconds remaining in the third quarter, the Panthers 31, the Hornets 7. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Broadcast Network receives the majority of its operating funds from individual members. or less than the cost of a daily newspaper, you too can support some of the most important programs on radio. Your membership provides us with the dollars to support Open Mic Broadcast Network and the Open Mic Broadcast Network programs produced, such as our live sports coverage, 
the sports report, and the missions report. Your annual subscription allows us to produce Waller County-related programs with this dynamic lineup of live performances and community shows. Listen as a subscriber and ensure the Open Mic Broadcast Network has the resources to sustain services that go beyond the borders of our community coverage. If you have any questions about the Open Mic Broadcast membership, please feel free to contact us at Network at gmail.com, or you can call us at 832-213-8824. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My parents here with you. Panthers, Shauna Dominus, over the Hornets right now. They go 11 plays. 11 plays to cover 80 yards. It was accented with the 18-yard touchdown pass to Anthony Wilsch from Trey Green. 52 seconds remaining here in the third quarter play. Panthers enjoying a 24-point lead, 31-7. to Willahan will line up to kick this ball off. On it. Wait to get the kick off. There's a high shot kick to the up man and falling forward close to the 40 yard line will be number 34, the Hornets. 30 being Brandon Watkins. It will finally say it was a five-yard penalty added to the end of the run. Couldn't hear it for the band plan. So it's going to push the ball up to the 44-yard line now. 44-yard line. 45 seconds. Duhart takes it, wants to pass. He's got all day to throw it. He throws that ball is complete on the far side and finally pushed out by Demont Jackson and Lockett coming in to aid in the rescue after that pass was completed to Stephen Smiley. Smiley picks up a Hornet first down. They'll move it down inside the 40-yard line to the 37-yard line of the Panthers. Duhart gives it off to Thomas. Thomas runs to the right side and wrapped up was O'Reilly. O'Reilly wrapped him up and finishing off the tackle was Medina as Thomas picked up maybe four and a half, five yards on the run. Coming up now with five seconds, and it looks like we will not get this one off as we have come to the end of the third quarter, the Panthers will flip aside. 15 minutes to the victory circle. Panthers on top, 31-7. We'll take a break and we'll come back with the fourth quarter.
Is your business in the black? Do you really know? Gunderson's Bookkeeping can lower your taxes, increase your profits, and help control your cash flow. Gunderson is a QuickBook certified pro advisor providing monthly training for groups and individuals. Call for a free business assessment at 936-372-2661. Wingeritas, Margaritas, Wings, and Things. Dine in or to go. Located at 736 University Drive in Prairie View, Texas, Wingaritas offers a variety of wings to choose from. Asian spice, buffalo, lemon pepper, orange ginger, and teriyaki. You can order online at toasttab forward slash wingaritas.com. That number is 936-857-0025. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you, Panthers. On top, 31 to 7 as we flip things over to get started here with the fourth period, fourth quarter. The third down, I'm sorry, second down and five to go. Ball will be on the 32 yard line. Both teams have the three timeouts remaining. And she can hear the announcement here. This is absolutely a, a, a nice edifice here on the campus of Alabama State. They're actually going to have a bowl game here played. I think it's called the Frampton Bowl played here next week. As the there's, the, there's going to be the SIAC uh, SICA. Will have their champion. Not here, but at the Crampton Bowl where the Hornets used to play. So they flip sides now, ball to the 32 yard line. Hornets now going from right to left. All black uniforms, old gold lettering trimmed in white. The old gold helmets with the white lettering. There's a deal to Thomas. Thomas slips and falls as it will be a very minimal gain on the play. You give credit to that for the closest man to it would be Mordecai. Or Morty, I should say. I said Mordecai, but Morty. So we'll be third down and about four for the Hornets. Duval gets a snap pressure coming by the Panthers. He lose the tackle and just throws it up for grabs. And Bartman, or Barton, came in. I mean, he was shot out like a cannon and forced Duhart to flee the pocket and throw it up for grabs. Going to bring up fourth down now. Fourth, and we'll call it four. Duhart takes it, throws the ball, and the ball was complete. Wow, that was a great grab. You heard the Mario Dale catches the ball on the one-on-one coverage with Weaver. It's the first down. And the ball is at the 12-yard line. Duhart sends his receiver in motion, takes it, gives it to Thomas to the left side. Thomas defending, bouncing off defenders. He's finally 
grab and head on to for dear life by Chase Jackson. After he picks up a few positive yards. Ball's going to be spotted the six-yard line, pickup of six yards. So there is a possibility for the Hornets to get a first down, down inside the two. Duhart now looking over towards his coach, Jenkins, on the sideline. Coming back now. Gets the snap. Rides it, and he gives it to the back. Barton on the tackle. On the run was number 22, Stanley Robinson. Robinson, native of Montgomery, so he was playing right in his old neighborhood. It's going to be third down and maybe two and a half for the Hornets. Duhart sends his receiver in motion. Takes it, gives it to the back on the play option read. We'll fall through for the first down. We're trying to make sense of who it was on the run. Jackson with the tackle. And the run, once again, was Robertson. So it's going to be fourth down and one. The Hornets have no choice but to go for it here. There's going to be a give and running straight through the touchdown, flipping it over for the three-yard run will be number 22, Stanley Robinson. So Robinson, just a three-yard run. The PAT, well, looks like they're going for a two-point. Looks like they got the swinging gate situation working. Now they come back. They're going to line up for the regular PAT. Doing all that razzle-dazzle. David Albert will come in for the PAT. And there was a flag going. Penalty going against the Hornets. Going to set them back five. We'll see what they do and assess all of this here. So they're still trying to figure out what exactly is going on. Is that a timeout? Did they take a timeout? No, there's no timeout taken. But the Hornets have gone to the sideline. I'm not understanding this one right here. Coach Jenkins now is talking to the head official. Now they're calling for a stoppage of play. Indicating that his microphone is no longer making noise. A timeout taken on the field right now, as that would be the indication that there might be some trickery coming up. 12-11 remaining. Panthers on top right now. 31-13. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. 
Today's broadcast is being made possible by some local business merchants. Appleport Hyundai of Redham, Texas. Brookshire Hardware in Brookshire, Texas. Wingaritas Wings and Things in Prairie View, Texas. Hempstead Movie Theater in Hempstead, Texas. Key Insurance Agency in Brookshire, Texas. Larry's Automotive in Wallerfield Store, Texas. Gunderson's Bookkeeping of Waller, Texas. The City of Prairie View for the Economic Group in Prairie View, Texas. Attorney Lee Van Richardson in Hempstead, Texas. The Temple of Refuge Ministries located in Prairie View, Texas. Wine and Roses located at 125 7th Street in Somerville, Texas. Citizen State Bank located in Somerville, Texas. Attorney Sylvia Savillo located in Hempstead, Texas. If you or your business would like to become a listening partner or a supporter of our student athletic coverage, please feel free to contact us at 832-213-8824. Today's broadcast is being made possible by some local business merchants, Appleport Hyundai of Redham, Texas, Brookshire Hardware in Brookshire, Texas, Wingaritas Wings and Things in Prairie Texas, Hempstead Movie Theater in Hempstead, Texas, Key Insurance Agency in Brookshire, Texas, Larry's Automotive in Wallerfield Store, Texas, Gunderson's Bookkeeping of Waller, Texas, the City of Prairie View for the Economic Group in Prairie View, Texas, Attorney Lee Van Richardson in Hempstead, Texas, Temple of Refuge Ministries located in Prairie View, Texas, Wine and Roses located at 125 7th Street in Somerville, Texas, Citizen State Bank located in Somerville, Texas, Attorney Sylvia Fadillo located in Hempstead, Texas. If you or your business would like to become a listening partner or a supporter of our student athletic coverage, please feel free to contact us at 832-213-8824. Hello, this is Willie Simmons here, football coach at Prairie View A&M University. I'm sitting here with my main man, Mike Prince. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you. The two-point conversion was no good. We just went ahead and took another timeout. And just went ahead and returned the favorite kickoff. Now is now lined up. And the Panthers will allow this one to go out of bounds as that will be a flag thrown. And the Panthers should get the ball at the 35-yard line. The Panthers will take over with 12 minutes and 11 seconds remaining in the contest. So they're moving the ball up. The Panthers up by the score of 31 to 13. Should be another good drive for the Panthers, and they can put this one on ice. Panthers on top, 31-13. They're going from left to right. Green now in position, awaiting the snap. Takes it, gives it to his back. Abraham, Abraham comes to the left side, back across. He could be gone, ladies and gentlemen. He's cutting wide. Got one more man to beat. Cuts inside, down to the 20, inside the 15. Barley out of bounds at the 13-yard line. Wow. 
53-yard run by Abraham, and just like that, the Panthers are in the red zone. You wonder when, you wonder how, and all of a sudden he seems to come through each time. Abraham with that scamper. That will put him over 100 yards for today. Had 52 at the end of the third quarter. Back to action. Oh, there was a mix-up. Green keeps it on the read, and he falls forward down inside the 10. They're going to sit right at the 7-yard line. And he picks up close to 5 yards. Panthers. Knocking on the door yet again with 11 minutes and three seconds remaining in the fourth quarter, already up on top by the score of 31 to 13. Personnel changes come in. Lestrap and Wilkes will now come in at the receiver spot. Hodge lined up top. Allen in the fullback position. Bear back at tailback. The double pistol look now for. Green. He gives it to Abeck, cuts to his left, and falls back down inside. And he may have gotten right back to the line of scrimmage on that. Was going to bring up third down for the Panthers. Maya will be heading back to Texas after this one is rounded up tonight. Get ready for our morning worship, which is aired live at KTORradio.com. It is a part of the Open Mic Broadcast Network. We start at 9 a.m., but we go live at 9.30. Be sure and check us out, KTORradio.com. Third down, the ball is at the seven-yard line. Green has Abel in the backfield with him. Takes the snap, gives it to Abel. I'm sorry, it's going to be Green keeping it, and Green off the play-action lead will run it in from seven yards out to give the Panthers yet another score. A good play-action option read to Abel and Green takes it in again. The PAT is up, and it is good. As we have 946 marks, the Panthers on top, 38 to 13. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome to a special edition of Community Air. Welcome to a special. This is Willie Simmons here, football coach at Prairie View A&M University. I'm sitting here with my main man, Mike Prince. You're listening to the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Welcome to a special. 
Something Big is coming to Atlanta, December 19, 2015. Comfort Pride is on the line with the first ever Southwestern Bowl. The Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference and the Southwestern Athletic Conference will meet in the newly created Celebration Bowl postseason game. Come with this history as these two HBCU conferences collide at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta on an ESPN network. For more information on the Celebration Bowl, visit SWSC.org or ESPNEvents.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. My friends here with you, the Panthers, trying to see if they could be one to get to that celebration bowl in Atlanta, Georgia. As the Panthers trying to keep pace with the Grambling State Tigers, who happen to be up right now by the score of 35-10 over Arkansas Pine Bluff with six minutes and 50 seconds remaining in the third period. All the Panthers can do is take care of their position. They've got to continue to win and hope for divine intervision, intermission to take place. Got a little concert. It is cold in this booth. I know that. And my teeth have been chattering as the Panthers have been chattering, running up and down the field, a short, high kick, retrieved at the 22-yard line, coming across and still on the feet, up to about the 40-yard line where it is a massive pile-on. As the Panthers feeling pretty good about their situation right now. On that return, it's number 38, the Real King. So the Hornets take over with 9.38 remaining in the contest. They're trailing by the score of 38 to 13. The ball is going to be placed right at the 40-yard line. Duhart sends his receiver in motion, takes it, throws the forward pass on the back side, and Medina could not make the tackle. I mean, that was an up-and-over tackle, holding on to it, showing good hands and a bit of toughness. It's number 87, Lawrence Oliver. Oliver gets close to a Hornet first down. He's about a yard short. So now Duhart moving with urgency, takes it, gives it to his back to the right side, and it's going to be Coleman along with Devon Reed on the tackle as that run was executed by Stanley Robertson. Be enough for a Hornet first down. First down and 10 from the 48-yard line of the Panthers. Duhart takes the snap, looking. Rick Block picked up this time. Duhart takes it, throws it. That ball should have been caught. Lockett came in with a scud missile hit to help jar it loose, but Jamar Hanna more than likely should have had that one in for the reception. It's going to bring up second down and 10 from the 48-yard line. Five, eight minutes and 51 seconds remaining in the contest. Panthers on top, 38-13. to 13. Take the snap. There's Duhart looking, wants to throw it, and oh, there's a flag down. But O'Reilly ends up 
with the big hit as reaching up with Stanley. The Don Reed calling for all sides, redshirt sophomore out of Houston, Texas. Was being just a little bit premature on this approach. So it's going to bring up second down and five for the Hornets. There's the pass from Lockett. Oh, my, almost an acrobatic catch by Davis. Lockett on the coverage as they kind of dap each other up and determine it was a good effort all the way around. Bring up third down and five. Ball is lined up at the 43-yard line of the Panthers. Duhart takes the snap, throws it to his right side, over the shoulder, and lock it with another late reach in to separate Davis from the ball. O'Leary was up top, but that was a flag thrown on the play. It did not indicate who it was on, but the offsides was called. <laughs> the PA announcer was about to say that's a haunted first down. It, was, it is a first down, but I guess he got tired of it. Lock it. I'm sorry, Duhart takes it and throws that ball in the vicinity of this receiver. Nowhere close. Lawrence Oliver could not pull the rabbit out the hat on that one. That ball, he had to dig it off his shoelaces if he wanted that one. So it's going to bring up second down and 10. The ball is at the 38-yard line. Other Panthers, Duhart takes it, looks, throwing big play over the head of his receiver, DeMond Jackson, back on the coverage. Once again, missing stride with Lawrence Oliver. It's going to bring up third down and 10. Eight minutes and 25 seconds remaining in the contest. Panthers on top by the score of 38-13. to 13. The Panthers have been in the control pretty much the most part of this contest. So Duhart now has in the backfield with him, number 24, Pritchett, rolling around and still scrambling and finally tackled by Weaver. But Duhart gets close to a haunted first down. It's going to be fourth down in almost less than a yard. It's seeing where they're going to spot this. It's fourth down and maybe a football's length for the first down. No doubt that the Hornets will go for this. See if the Panthers can get any type of penetration to stop this drive for the Hornets. There's a gear to the back, and Medina, the first one there in the backfield, and I don't think they got it. Medina wraps up the back. The ball ends up in the hands of Jackson. And looking at the spot, that's going to be enough for a haunted first down. Will they call for a measurement? It appears that they are 
Coach Simmons is waiting for the guys to get back off the line. And, yes, the chains are going to come out now. So they got the chains. They're stretching it. And you'll hear the roar of the crowd to let you know it's a turnover of downs. The Panthers defensively answer the charge again. Coach Ralph Street, defensive coordinator, will end up saying that will be enough, a turnover of downs with seven minutes and 39 seconds remaining in the contest. The Panthers will get the ball at their own 29-yard line, and all they need now is a massive drive. They don't even necessarily have to score. Just drive, eat up the clock, and let's pack the bags and go on home. There is a stoppage in play. Panthers, moments away from getting their fifth win in a row. We're going to pause 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. Five days of nonstop action in the Lone Star State takes place March 8th through the 12th when the 2016 Toyota Swag Basketball Tournament returns to Houston, Texas. Fans can engage in all events at the Toyota Center with concerts and parties happening live all week long. Catch all the men's and women's action and see how history will be made. The 2016 Toyota Swag Basketball Tournament, March 8th through 12th in Houston, Texas at the Toyota Center. Visit SWAC.org for the latest updates. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Prince here with you. Panthers just had a huge defensive stance and a statement made by Coach Ralph Street. And the defense led by Medina on the charge to turn over downs and give the Panthers the ball at their own 29-yard line. Ready to resume play there as a gear to Abair. Abair going to the left side, spinning off a couple of defenders and gets up to the 33-and-a-half-yard line where it will be another positive run for the Panthers. Panthers came in very optimistic with the new hire of Coach Willie Simmons. A lot of people skeptical, doubting. Was he the right man? Seems like he's answering and silencing his critics right now. Meanwhile, Abair will take that and slice close to another Panther first down. Panthers have to get just at the 39-yard line. I'm going to say it's a little short right now, so it'll be third and one. Abair still in the backfield with Green. Waiting now. Panthers not in much hurry right now. Green points to his right, calling out a final assignment. 
taking the snap. Gives it to Abel. Abel cut to the left side. He's going to be tackled behind the field, behind the line of scrimmage. Great effort that time on the defensive side of the Hornets. 46, Marcus Parker making the tackle. So it's going to be fourth down. Five minutes and 40 seconds remaining. Hornets have two timeouts. Panthers have all three of their timeouts. They're up 38 to 13 on the Panthers. So Houlihan's front takes a somewhat of a PV bounce. Down inside the 25-yard line, the 24-yard line. That's where the Hornets will take over. With five minutes and 19 seconds. Now you can smell some gas or something. So the Hornets... Take over. There's a strong gas odor that's going on right now. The Hornets have the ball at the 24-yard line. Duhart flushing out of the pocket, looking wants to throw. Finally throws, and that ball was complete. They're going to say it was complete as that will be Hannah to get another first down. For the Hornets. Balls at the 35-yard line. Picked up 11 yards. Duhart looking. There's a delayed handoff. And, woo, big James Harper just came and blew the hands off the door in the world. Knocked his shoes off. My goodness. He just knocked the shoes off the running back, Stanley Robinson. He has to go off to change his shoes. Meanwhile, Duhart lined up in the spread formation. Ball's at the 30-yard line. Duhart looks pressure coming in by Cody. He just threw that one up. That should be intentional grounding. They didn't see no flash. I mean, but Jalen Coleman just came in just full Monty. So they stopped. They're discussing it now. The flag has finally, it's a late flag. I mean, that was so much pressure coming in that time by Jalen Coleman. Duhart did the wise thing to stay safe, but he's going to be charged with the intentional grounding and a loss of down. That is going to push. The Hornets back a little bit further. Ball is now at the 19-yard line of the Hornets. More importantly for the Panthers and PV Nation, it is four minutes and 19 seconds before this game is officially over. The snap to Duhart. Stepping up in the pocket. He finally throws. Want to let one rip? And... Incomplete as 
stretching it out, trying to lead his guy to the promised land, DeMar- DeMarco Bell. DeMario Bell, I'm sorry, I said DeMarco. But DeMario is going to bring out the kicking unit. Four minutes and 12 seconds remaining. Panthers on top, 38-13. to 13. Anthony Wiltz awaits at his 45-yard line. The punt is on the way. This might be returnable. Wills calls for a fair catch at the 49-yard line. That is where the Panthers will take over. we got four minutes and four seconds. How about the Hornets don't see the ball again, guys? So the Panthers' offensive unit will come onto the field. Four minutes. Four seconds remaining. Panthers at their own 49-yard line. Green at quarterback. And that looks like Ham in at running back. And that is Ham. Ham will get the ball, and he will be stopped right at the 45-yard line. He lost four yards. And Ham who will get a little action, a redshirt sophomore out of West Park High School. He'll come up now and stay on. You got Dante Smiley in a quarterback position now. So you want to reserve and preserve the guys while you can. You got one more game next week against Jackson State. There's a gear to Ham, and he's tripped up in the backfield as there was some great penetration that time by big number 94, Rodney Henderson, and the 348-pound Montgomery, Alabama native. The Southern Miss transfer makes the tackle. Two minutes, 57 seconds now remaining. Third down and close to 20 yards for a Panther first down. That being all academic right now, Panthers just want to eat up the clock. There's going to be Smiley taken, throws that ball across, and that ball is caught. And falling forward was Roussard. Roussard gets up to a 38-yard line, and more importantly, he stayed in bounds to keep the clock rolling with two minutes and 23 seconds. It's going to be fourth down in about a yard and a half. The Panthers will keep their offensive unit on the field. Now in for the Panthers, number 29, Ronnie Caesar at wide receiver. As the Rhino package is in in full effect, it's going to be a gear. This time running down, is ham, ham. Coming across, gets a Panther first down, down inside the 35-yard line to the 33-yard line, and that ought to do it. Ham gets the first down with one minute and 45 seconds remaining. Ball on the 33-yard line of the Hornets. Smiley checking over to the sideline for the Panthers. Panthers going left to right. About to wrap up their fifth win in a row. 
smiling now, not in any major rush at this point. Awaiting. Now he takes the snap. There's another gear to Ham. Ham scatters steps back to the right, to the then to the left to get inside the 30-yard line. We picks up another four yards. And the Panthers trying to finish strong, leading by the score of 38 to 13. Still got some time left. 50 seconds remaining. More than likely they won't throw it, but Ham's job is to run as hard as he can while he can. Eating up more time. Smiley gives it off to Ham. Ham cuts back inside, gets close to the 25 at the 27, and that just might do it. In the five wins in a row, with this one being part of that, the Panthers have won 45 to 6, 47 42, 52 29, 40 to 34, and tonight's final will be 38 to 13. The Panthers improve their Southwestern Athletic Conference record to 7 and 1 as they get victorious over. The Hornets by the score of 38 to 13. Panthers taking care of business, finishing strong as Coach Willie Simmons has come through and taken care of the Eastern opponent yet again, this time being in the likes of Mr. Hornet, represented by Alabama State. We want to take us a break and we'll come back with our post game report. Panthers victorious on the road by the final score of 38 to 13. Hello, this is Mike Grant with the Open Mic Broadcast Network. I want to remind you that now is the opportunity for you to become a listening partner with the Open Mic Broadcast Network. At $36 a year, your annual donation will help support and undergird our live broadcast coverage for our student athletes. Simply go to our website, obnradio.com, and become a listening partner today. Serving the community through faith and athletics, the Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics. Apple Ford Hyundai is a dealer you can count on. Apple's range of car services include new Ford Hyundai sales, used car sales, car loans, and auto financing. Certified Ford Hyundai Auto Service Department, full selection of Ford Hyundai Auto Parts, and aftermarket accessories. Come on out to Brenham, Texas and find out why Apple Ford Hyundai has been named the best-kept secret in Brazos Valley. They're located at 1820 Highway 290 West in Brenham, Texas. You can dial the toll-free number at 888-898-6095. There's even an Internet sales division. Simply go to www.appleford.com. Apple Ford Hyundai of Brenham, Texas. With over 20 years of experience as a lawyer, attorney Lee Van Richardson, Jr. can help you with whatever your need may be. Divorce, car accidents, criminal case, wills, deeds, trust, civil suits, parent and child relationships. Contact Richardson's Law Office located at 1047 Austin Street in Hempstead, Texas. You can call them at 979-826-8008. Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Jr. in Hempstead, Texas. 
Wingaritas, Margaritas, Wings, and Things. Dine in or to go. Located at 736 University Drive in Prairie Texas, Wingaritas offers a variety of wings to choose from. Asian spice, buffalo, lemon pepper, orange ginger, and teriyaki. You can order online at toasttab.com forward slash wingarita.com. That number is 936-857-0025. Welcome to another live broadcast with the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Now that you found us, keep it locked where you got it. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, Prairie View, Texas. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Our post-game report being made possible by Apple Fort Hyundai of Brenham, Texas, you need to check them out and find out why they're called the best-kept secret in the Brazos Valley. You can go to 1820 Highway 290 in Brenham, Texas, or you can give them a call at 979-836-3659. The Panthers, they come, they cease, and they conquer. They improve their record to six, well, so seven and one in conference play, eight and two overall. As the Panthers come out and get another strong performance on the road, taking care of the number two seed of the Eastern Division and that of the Alabama State Hornets. Panthers score first with a 59-yard TD pass from Trey Green to Cadell Hodge to make it 7-0 for the Panthers. Panthers give up on the next uh, series a 58-yard touchdown pass from Davis to uh, – I'm sorry, I got stuck. That's a Duhart from Duhart to Davis. And you had a 23-yard field goal attempt that was good for Owen Hoolahan to make it 10-7, Panthers on top with 12:58 remaining in the second quarter play. Another eight-yard run by Courtney Brown at the 7:18 mark to make it 17-7 after the PAT. The Panthers were up. A block punt, another block punt, this time by Brewer, and it set up what would have been a 37-yard field goal attempt for the Panthers. It was missed and turned it over. Smiley then scores again with 55 seconds remaining before the half to make it 24 to 7, and that was our score at the half after the interception by O'Reilly. O'Reilly making an acrobatic interception to help seal the faith in the first half. Nothing too much going on for the first few series, and then there was another Panther score. 18-yard TD pass, Anthony Wiltz receiving it from Trey Green at the 52-second mark of the third quarter. The PAT made it 31-7, to Panthers on top. Hornets get a nine-yard run. I'm sorry. Yes, an eight-yard TD run by their back. Robinson, Robinson being Stanley Robinson, scoring with 12 minutes and 11 seconds of the third, fourth quarter to make the score 31 
to 13. And there was a final scoring by the Panthers as Green took it seven yards out at nine minutes and 46 seconds to make the score 38 to 13. And that was our final score of tonight's contest. Those that have been watching and trying to keep track with the Grambling State Tigers as they took on the Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions, the last report we had that score was not in favor of PV fans as the score was being indicated that it was Grambling State 42, Arkansas Pine Bluff 7, with five minutes remaining in the third quarter. Other SWAC scores as we speak, Southern University is on top of Alabama A&M by the score of 20-7 to 7, with 10 minutes and 22 seconds in the second quarter. Alabama State, well, that, was, that had to be a typo. They said Alabama State versus Jackson State. That was us here. You have Alcorn showing no mercy to Texas Southern, winning that score by the 65-13. to 13. Our final score here yet again, the Panthers 38 and the Hornets 13. Panthers still rolling, still got somewhat of an outside chance but the pickings are getting slim to none. Panthers doing all they can do, hoping that they can catch the Tigers tripping up and slipping up just a little bit. But meanwhile, the Panthers will enjoy a very productive season by first-year coach Willie Simmons and his put-together staff here at the Prairie View A&M University campus as the Panthers improved their overall record to 8-2, and 7-1 and one in SWAC. We want to thank each and every one for joining us on today, wherever you may listen to. We want to thank the G-Live for simulcasting our broadcast, helping us out with that. Thank those that are listening at 87.9 FM in the Greenwood, Mississippi area. And also want to thank all the fans and the supporters. Thank our sponsors on tonight, Applefoot Hyundai of Brenham, Texas, Brookshire Hardware of Brookshire, Texas, Wingaritas, Wings and Things of Prairie View, Texas, Hempstead Theater in Hempstead, Texas, Key Insurance Agency of Brookshire, Texas, Larry's Automotive in Wallerfield Store, Texas, Gunderson's Bookkeeping of Waller, Texas, the City of Prairie View for the Economic Group, of course, of Prairie View, Texas, Attorney Lee Van Richardson of Hempstead, Texas, the Temple of Refuge Ministries located in Prairie View, Texas, and Sylvia Sedillo, attorney located in Hempstead, Texas. Well, as we overlook the nightlife and the highway of Highway 85, we'll be heading there to get on a flight back to the sweet land of Texas, and we thank you all so much for joining us on tonight. My name is Dr. Michael Prince. We want to thank Stephanie Prince, who helped us with spotting today. At least I think she did. And <laughs> we want to thank those who have helped listen all around. I want to thank Brother Lee Hall for his support and help. 
as we get ready to go. The Panthers victorious again by the score of 38-13. to We're signing off for now, but until the next time, we'll be back at home in Walla, Texas, the home away from home for the Panthers, as they'll close out the season against the Jackson State Tigers. Once again, God bless. Good night. We'll see you on the other side. Sports Broadcast was an exclusive presentation of the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Thanks for joining us on today's broadcast. You can follow us all season long right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network by visiting our website at obnradio.com. Listen throughout the season for more exciting student athletic coverage right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Serving the community through faith and athletics. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, the voice of student athletics.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.